This is my fault. Wh what? It's your fault! There's no fault! No 
one's at fault here. This is, this is my fault because I was giving them the countdown as I usually do, and I went five, four, two, oh, three. <laughs> we got confused. It's true. You were like, have you guys seen the video of the male figure skating champions? voguing when someone was taking photos of them. No, no but they must but. be incredible. So the Japanese figure skating male singles like champion um, yes. is already like he clearly has a bajillion fans because the ice was just being littered with flowers after his performance. Nice. Um, but then like, yeah, he started and then the skater next to him started and then the third place came up and so all three of them were just like voguing. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. Oh, I love you it. have Adorable. to find it. Okay. So we will try it. Get and then out. we'll have to try to emulate it next oh, time. Okay. Be really bad at voguing. Oh, here comes sit, a cat. Sit, oh. please oh. sit, sit and stay. Good. That is an uncharted cat. <gasps> I was I wondering know. why she looks so rotund. <laughs> Take that, animal. She's not wearing her slimming jacket. <laughs> yeah. Her fur is allowed to be furry instead of in slender jacket. Yeah. It, it, if there are worse spanks for cats, would they be known as sphinx? Oh. <gasps> Oh, I am living for that joke. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. That was good. Uh, I joke. Have Thanks, point. joke. <laughs> oh. No, <laughs> no. Dev is dying. It's Someone too late. Click. It's happened. CPR. Well, yeah, we don't know sleeves. why Liz is wearing sleeves. Maybe she has like a million more bruises. I was actually oh, quite cats. chilly. Sitting Sweet here, cats. I got oh. I got a little cold, so I put on my jacket. That's the story of that. Mm. It's very interesting. Oh, oh, hello! I thought she was settling down, but she's actually just getting ready. Just sneaking under, under your, your arms. arms, yeah. Quick, get out of here! What? It's still winter. Tell that to the sleep today. Tell that, that to not the nice. sleeveless. Yeah, it's on the plus side here in Montreal. Why? Are if you I lost? if I could rotate my camera and show you, I'd I'd show you a. Gorgeous day outside here. It's it's like twenty three. Uh, uh, wow. Sadly, you can't rotate your camera, so <laughs> this will just have to. Yeah. Did you just go like this? From yes! the wine glass, yeah, it was good. It's perfect. Perfect. Going to be gifing that. Oh yay! Makes mental note of where it is, only to forget three days later. That, yeah. Wow, that's really. Self-perceptive. That was good. That would <laughs> unveil my lack of pants. I like this assumption that I just never wear pants. Well, you're probably wearing John, shorts. To be fair, my screen earlier <gasps> today, you said, "Oh, I will see if I put on pants for the Changeling stream." No, I said if I would get dressed. Oh. 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 I thought you said pants. What's the difference? I hadn't gotten dressed by that time. Ooh. Mm. Hey, thanks, Aragwen. Which means, Liz? Yes. yes. You discussed you discussed comics with me in a nightgown. In the nude, <laughs> John's just lounging on his couch. <laughs> uh, this Watch is what that. I think of Why the Last Man. Eragon, <laughs> <laughs> just rolling around. I love it. Thank you, Eragon. <laughs> really, this couch is big enough to roll around on. Oh yeah. I don't <laughs> actually. I don't wear nightgowns. I do have like a like a dressing gown, like a robe. Comfortable. A rope? No, it's <laughs> like, yeah, I just I have a rope that I just covering like your nipples. And just, like, <laughs> well, like, okay, in the old old school like Roman oh. 
dresses would have like mm. a little rope. Yes, for a little bit of support. Ella. Oh god. Oh. It's gonna be one of those. <laughs> What's Ella doing now? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, she's just hanging out near all of our cables. Oh, that's great. That's all. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hello. Now that we've managed to to thoroughly just screw around here, um, hello to everybody who's here. Hi, everyone who's here. There's a whole bunch oh, of people yeah. here. Specifically, though, I have to point out, of course, she who knows ten thousand things and echoes through song. Cam uh, Def and Erwin are here, although reverse the name order. Um, don't want to. <laughs> Dressing Ooh. gown. Hey. Just it just casually kind of falls off your leg when you cross your legs to listen to the stream. Cam Def, is that what's happening? So casually. Ooh. Are we having uh, an after dark session today? John, after dark. <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. Hey. Well, caught up on all the episodes of Changeling since I started watching. Um, on Wednesday morning, I'm glad I can watch this live. Please do not die 116 times like John did the first time I watched something live of his. He we was counting. Uh, for a couple of reasons. One, you caught up since starting to watch Wednesday morning. And two, for burning John in the same sentence. Have you been keeping a death counter times. during Celeste? I haven't been keeping... I should have been keeping a death counter, which I was, which I would I'm update. So the thing is that Celeste actually keeps track of your deaths on its own. Oh, well, there you go. But I believe that Hunter was actually keeping their own tally. Nice. Nice. So it's okay, because I think I figured out what I was doing wrong, and I'm hoping oh. that next stream I'll be able to finish it. But you did absolutely burn me. I will I will thank you for that. I will also point out that of the four people who you see on screen right now, one of them can play Celeste. Oh. Scott. I can't. <laughs> I mean. This? Have you seen me try to do anything? No, and the others are us. too busy farming and questing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not included in that list, have I? No. No, I didn't think so. Oh, Having a personality. Good. Hey! <gasps> ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, the four people on stream. Is he having a personality? One has a personality. Yeah. My Which favorite one is accessory it? is my personality. <laughs> I apparently think that my greatest accessory is my jacket. Yep. I think it's right. What? Eight months. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. It's how long we've been partnered for. Wow. Well, affiliated. Affiliate. Yeah. Affiliated. Yeah. Uh, yeah, affiliated. We're not partnered. Pugajutsu's partnered. He's in. Yeah. Speaking of, Bow. you can watch Pugajutsu at Pugajutsu. Pugajutsu. Pugajutsu at Pugajutsu.com. We are very happy to be here, guys. Mm -hmm. We're excited. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to say anything about how last week went. We're excited to be here for a new week. And it <laughs> looks like we're not there. having technical difficulties. There, I just jinxed it. Um, ah. I'm also going to throw out there, Umlaut Paradox is such a great Twitch name. 
That is amazing. Umlaut Herodots. I clearly missed them in chat. Herodots. Oh, I don't know if you'll need the scotch today. I think we'll have to see. But one of the things that I can tell you is that sitting down and sipping on something cool is always encouraged when we play the recap. To you, the captain. Who makes it happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's making it happen. You know what? I'm not making it happen. Playing this thing. There we go. <laughs> Dim segues, though. Last time on Changeling, Rom's ex-boss challenges his appearance. Sophia comes to the rescue. They carry Cog upstairs, while Patches and Claude take their prisoner to the dungeon. Brom asks Cog about the attack, but he doesn't know much. Sophia sticks the super onto Brom's ex-boss. Kaylee brings home a gun and a wallet with $35 and a Bluetooth tracker. Patches plays Bon Cop Bad Cop and ties the gunman to Evil Farmer. He also had an app that detects cathane. Patches convinces him to leave town. Incisor sees him out. Patches wants to take down Abford, but Claude needs permission first. They charter a fancy bus to New York, bringing Kyoko and Sir Zeron. Arriving at home fires, they are greeted by the Chatelaine, Lady Jessica. Inside, there's a room with a set of windows with a live view onto other continents. And our players pass into another strange world. How will the new modem hold up? Will Lord McAllister let them talk about the rocket? And can Patches make any very good friends? <gasps> Find out on Changeling. Now. Sorry. We had the extra seconds because the session was shorter. You crafty so bastard. Funny. <laughs> you crafty fiend. Uh, also, uh, like, will patches <laughs> make friends in high places? I don't know. John, we joke. Yeah, I know what that means. Sorry, uh, very loud. Um, very funny. I'm gonna get yeah, going. I saw all of our Yeah, Mike's sorry, we, we peaked. Thanks, Cap Def. Bye, Scott. Uh, yeah, that was like I don't know. They're they're always fantastic. You've always got good one liners and singers in there, but like, really good, really good recap today. I just, you guys reacted as if it was the end of a hot fire mixtape. Yeah, it was. It was bitten truth. And I guess Scott is reacting to. Super hot fire. She's over there. Cat hunting. (laughs) (laughs) Be very quiet. I'm hunting cats. That's right, Ella. Fear me. Also, yes, John. That's that was that was kind of what I (laughs) did. You do that on purpose. Yes. Yeah. That that was very funny. If you feel free, by the way, Scott, to shift slightly over to your left and let the other players. My left? Oh, oh, further away? Yeah, to his left. Oh. There you go. <laughs> I was like, yeah, just keep shifting, Scott. Just, just <laughs> everyone coming <laughs> We're not going to need you. <laughs> We're not going to need you today, Scott. Okay. You know, what we do need to hear, though, is whether you spent any experience. No. Yes. But I, but I, have, but I have a purchase in mind, Aragorn. Oh. <laughs> we both purchased... Time. Time. Dot three. Dot one. Hey. And Scott bought nothing. Time after time. It's okay. Brown's a little slow. 
Hey, I should have waited longer for that. that been You're funny. the guys who just bought time. Uh, something, something, just in time. Ah, we're Aragorn's favorite. I'm just gonna have to do something extra special today, aren't I? Just talk to Kyoko. No. Oh no. Let that ship fly <laughs> no, free. My head it hurts when I talk to Kyoko. <laughs> oh no. Uh, we're excited. Mm. John. Yes. Question about last session. Um to clarify, I mean I I can also ask in game if you would prefer. I mean we'll see. The in in the the sort of um, sitting room, the like large sort of like not a lobby, but like the large room that we found ourselves in, with the windows overlooking the various world, various continents. Um, you described them as they seemed to be live, as in they seemed to be sort of like live, I don't know, portals into those places. Was it stated at all whether they were facsimiles or like actually the real thing? I didn't Was that stated? tell you. Oh, I'm so excited. Prom doesn't know what's real and what's not. That is true. That is 100% true. All right. Thank you. You know. Because you can. Um, I'm going to remind people, of course, that today's drink counter, once again, the rules for the players are unknown. and They're going to have to see if they can figure it out. Mm -hmm. um, but in the meantime, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, I suppose I should change the day, seeing as how it's uh, no longer Eight. day 20. You know. <laughs> Brand flakes are real. Oatmeal is real. Brom is real. Real, real, real. Um, Starting with breakfast. Moving to lunch. What else is real? I've got a hunch. Ah! <laughs> That's so good. I was going to go with brunch. Oh, it's funny. Whoa. Oh, God. Boy. What? Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, dear. Two. Okay, I'm excited. When I was small, I I used to play board games alone a lot. I've mentioned this before on this channel. There just simply wasn't anybody to play with, um, despite the fact that I had, of course, and still have two sisters. Um, but people just didn't like board games. And I couldn't really ever convince anybody to play them with me. But the fun thing is that because people wouldn't play them with me, um, I got to play by myself, and I got to throw down a, uh, a fierce match or two. And I realize now that when I was very young, I must have cheated, because for some reason I used to win more than my imaginary friends. But there was one thing that I did have to 
deal with, and that was the fact that because I was the only one who played, I was the only one who had a vested interest in the board remaining out, which meant that I had to be very good about picking stuff up when I was done, um, because any time that I tried to leave my game out because I was not finished with it or intending to end later, uh, inevitably it would get disrupted. Perhaps it was my dog. Perhaps it was my sister's needing room to do something else with the space that I was taking up. But I encountered my own version of technical difficulties. (laughs) And getting interrupted in the middle of a game, it's frustrating. But uh, I'm hoping that that time has passed with these three. But it is in the nature of games sometimes to be interrupted. And so we have to do what we can to mitigate that. Which means that I'm going to ask the three of you what you were just doing and just about to do at the start of this session. Anyone want to start? Yeah, I'm having I'm having a bath. They were all prepared for us. Mm-hmm. Well, I was headed up to take a bath and uh, get ready to have a meeting if that's what's next. Yes. Um, yeah, Jessica, the Chatelaine of Homefires, had just sort of shown us this one space and then mentioned baths, snacks. You know that we were to feel free to relax before our audience, I guess. Um, I think Braum was planning on remaining behind to ask her some more questions, unless she walks away. (laughs) (laughs) Braum's like, she just... I... Oh. (laughs) Shut it down, boys. (laughs) No, she's still around. Sophia and Patches, when you're taken to your quarters, um... In this particular case, it, it isn't quite as um, ostentatious, shall we say, as the quarters that you found in uh, Quebec City. These quarters are, are, are well-appointed. They're suites. They, they, are, um, they do, in fact, have drawn baths waiting for you. Um, garden-style tubs with torches lighting the bathroom. Um, and the food that's set out is uh, again still not as ostentatious but perhaps heartier at this Mm -hmm. point there's um, a a steaming cup of coffee and a equally steaming bowl of stew sitting next to each um, to eat like sitting on like a, a tiny tray table next to the bath, uh, along with some various kind of crackers, fruit, and cheeses. Why does it? I'm gonna collect a few, mm-hmm. a few snacks, uh, pour myself a drink of whatever is out, and uh, and head to my bath. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna chow down <laughs> in the tub. <laughs> like scrunch down in the tub and like nom, nom, nom. as you eat the stew, um, it it f- kind of stretches that warmth of the stew just directly to your toes and to your oh, fingers. Nice. I mean, you are in a bathtub, so there's that too, but. <laughs> You can feel that heat just spreading throughout. Brom. Yeah. Aside from the uh, couple of other Cathane who are sitting in the room, uh, the lady Jessica waits. If you haven't decided to leave yourself. Mm -hmm. Lady Jessica, again, I would just uh, like to extend my thanks on behalf of my entire motley and on behalf of all of us for your generosity and your hospitality accepting us here. Of course. Why wouldn't we? Well, no reason at all, of course. I just think it's a nice gesture anyway. I want to ask... You carry weight here, Sir Brown. We're very sorry. You carry weight. Oh, that makes more sense. Here. I've uh, heard that quite a bit. I'm sure you've heard of my um, change, but things seem much improved lately. I look forward to being able to carry on the work that we began all together. We? Those who strive for justice and righteousness. Sir Brahm, I'm not a member of the Red Branch. I'm merely the chatelaine of this freehold. I understand that there is of course a membership process but I believe to be a member of the Red Branch is a way you carry yourself the actions that you commit Sir Brom you sound like a children's cartoon perhaps I am some days the funny thing is you don't get to be a planeteer without a ring I, like, cast my mind back to when my sons were watching television. See if I remember anything about Captain Planet. You don't get to be a member of G.I. Joe's unit if you don't have rank. Order is important. (laughs) Inasmuch as... We all need to know who we can look to in times of crisis. But everyone has the ability to do the right thing. I believe this very firmly. That is the nature of right things. (laughs) 
for if it isn't a choice, it cannot be right or wrong. Interesting. Lady Jessica, I don't want to keep you. I um, merely wanted to know when we would be able to meet with Lord McAllister. Fair. I'm not a kept woman. It is hard to keep me. Lord McAllister will be returning within two hours. He's been made aware of your arrival. Lady Jessica. Yeah. What do you know of Terra's Glade? She steps up and she swoops over to a section on the wall where several big, big tomes are kept. Um, think like an old library, except it's very clear that all these books are still new. They're just being bound in an old-fashioned way. Mm-hmm. And she pulls Amazing. the book off and and puts it down on a lectern. And it's almost strange to see a book land on a lectern without a big cloud of dust appearing, because these are regularly taken care of. And she opens the book and the pages aren't moldy and they turn very easily and she swipes through. It is a small freehold about 20 or so miles away from the island. All right. And that is unfortunately all I know. I have a map, but beyond that, I'm afraid that they are no vassals of mine. No, I understand. There must be many freeholds here in the Kingdom of Apples. Too many to keep track of, perhaps. From from behind a big newspaper, (laughs) you just hear this grumble of, no shit. (laughs) I, like, give the newspaper, like, the look, you know, I'm just like, mm. but I don't do any. I'm not going to go do anything about it. Well, Lady Jessica, thank you. We will. Uh, a member of my um, group has received an invitation there, so I will uh, presume upon you for that map at some point. Will you require dressing before eating with McAllister? No, thank you. What about your companions? I believe I wouldn't presume to speak for them, but I believe the Lady Sophia might uh, desire some aid. Mm. I'll arrange it. Lady Jessica, thank you. We have much to discuss, but... Thank you. Thank you. And she just slides back and away. Her dress reaches all the way to the ground and her head doesn't bob perceptibly as she walks. It's weird. Um, She's a slua. She's creepy by definition. Uh, 
I am going to change at some point, but I'm going to stay here for a while. I'm going to kind of, I'm not going to disrupt anybody. It was like the only rule of the room, like was <laughs> don't bother people. Um, so I'm just going to, you know, take a look out the windows. Uh, Antarctica, especially one of them looked down on Antarctica. So when you look out on Antarctica, you just see like a shit ton of penguins just like bobbing uh-huh. around. A lot of emperor penguin dads covering up eggs and stuff like that. Truly the best dressed animals. Like Morgan Freeman's again. voice is not playing over this, so you're not watching March of the Penguins. Okay. Also not, uh, hmm? Bumbershoot Coach Patch narrating it. What? Oh, Bumbersnoot <laughs> Cowpatch. Who the fuck is Bumbersnoot Cowpatch? Cabbage Patch, um, Benedict Cumberbatch. You, you can Benelux. Literally... He wouldn't do that because he can't pronounce the word penguin. I thought he had done one. Oh, he does. He did, but he that just was the he's... joke. Did it, but mispronounced. Yeah, he was calling them penguins. And... Oh, I thought it was pangolin. My he God. calls them a couple of different things. Oh. It's delightful. <laughs> I think somebody would have said something. Uh, but uh, anyway, that's we that's digress. all I got to do. <laughs> I'm going to get dressed at some point. I'm going to put on my court attire, but otherwise... <laughs> I'm going to put on my court attire. <laughs> my name's Mom. John, we're all playing a tabletop role-playing game, okay? <laughs> okay, buddy. You can't, you can't address that just to me. <laughs> I'm going to just get my court attire on. <laughs> like I've dressed up for the occasion. I'm going to meet a lord. <laughs> Yeah. Um. <laughs> Kate is Kate's either not amused or she's very amused. It's kind of I think it's both. Oh, it's both. Sophia, about twenty minutes into your bath, you hear a rapping on your door. Yes. I'm here to assist you. Oh, wonderful. Come on in. So the door opens up, and this, like, slender, um, very kind of young-faced Pisky just walks into the room. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That was unexpected. And she's carrying a... uh, like three massive towels in her arms and just puts them um, down close to the tray. Um, I'll, uh, I will get up and, and grab a towel wrapped around myself, step out of the tub. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yes, what is your name? I'm Sophia. I know your name. I had to learn it before I showed up here. Um, It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a very pretty name. It's prettier than my name. Well, what's your name? I'm sure you have a beautiful name. Oh, I'm just Barra. Barra's a lovely name. No, no, it's not. It's, it's, it's very... Uh, harsh and guttural. It, it's sort of... I would imagine a Klingon would have that kind of name. Anyway, you don't need to hear about my problems. And she 
leads you into the the living room where she's set up a couple of mirrors floor like floor length mirrors. <laughs> you know, I was really expecting something <laughs> like my name is Dung Beetle. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a oh, residuum or Angaposh kit. Like I was like, where where Parblungit? Like all the terrible Oscar words. <laughs> Lady Sophia, it's such a such a pleasure to meet you. My name's <laughs> Shithouse McGee. Oh, I'm so delighted to meet you. What a uni- your unique name that is. Um, my friends call me shit. <laughs> my friend calls me the shit. Sorry. I'm done, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, well, oh, okay. I am delighted to meet you, Vera. And I really appreciate you bringing up all these towels and assisting me. Did you bring your own clothing, or are we arranging that for you? I did bring my own clothing. I think it was brought up. I'm looking around. Better than shit house. Yep, used to be shit house. Yeah, I got owned on the quote. Nice. Hey. Uh, so Barra just you know does standard like lady in waiting. I'm going to help dress you type things. Great. Yeah, if she wants to like help with the hair a little bit, that's that's great. Um, so you help with the hair and then you see that, like, she brushes it a few times and helps get you dressed. Um, can you roll me your perception alertness, please? Sure. Uh-oh. At She's div- an assassin. At a difficulty okay. of seven. Woohoo! I failed. Okay. I noticed nothing. Unless it was an insightful. No. It wasn't insightful, was it? Okay, cool. Nothing seems strange. <laughs> Patches, um, so that you know, your there were towels already left in the room, like there were towels there. Mm-hmm. But when you open the door, when you leave the bathroom, there's just a bunch of towels just sitting there. My hair's pretty short. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be like dropping some grapes into my mouth with my long fingers. <sighs> and... Uh, <laughs> Gonna be putting on the uh, outfit that I had made for me back in Quebec City. Slam! It's raining a lot. And uh, make my way back down to the common room, I guess. Once I'm dressed. At one point, um, you notice that Zeron has returned back downstairs, Brom. But he doesn't enter into this area. Uh, he's moved beyond one of the doors and he's standing in a, a separate room. But you can tell he's waiting by the door as if, you know, he's making it clear that he's here, but isn't wanting to bother you. Right. Well, I, I'm, I'm not kind of actively doing anything. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm going to go and speak to him. Sorry, old friend, it's a room. And the room has rules, and you're not supposed to bother anybody unless they specifically request it. So, Zeron, I don't think that applies to me. It applies to everyone. It's a room. Of course. I understand. Does it feel strange being here? 
no stranger than anywhere else, I would venture to say. Hmm. And of your friends. This is going to expose them to quite a bit. They can handle it. And they need to. Oh, I've seen them handle things. There's a strange choice that you have among friends, Brom. We were put together uh, by circumstance. Suzeron. You always seem to attract those who manage to take care of themselves. But that's all right. The irony, of course, is that I wouldn't mind serving out the rest of my days taking care of somebody, but well, I feel like I have no need. I'm sure that isn't true. There's plenty out there, plenty of people out there who need taking care of. And we are here for them. They take care of us, Sirom. Cezaron, you may not be at liberty to say, but the Lady Sophia received an invitation to play at uh, Terra's Glade. Invited by a certain Lady Helena Ap Gwydion. That much was made known to me. Zeron, you may not be able to tell me, but what did she do? She We have reason to believe that while we were inside the building that day, she had cut a deal to save her own life. And it cost K hers. Um, uh, my um, personal antithesis or Brahm's personal antithesis is gross cowardice mm-hmm. and I personally believe that this like hearing about it actively falls into that I don't know if I would need to like w- be party to or witness this thing happening no um this is technically already occurred. Okay. Now, if you were hearing about it for the first time, maybe, but oh, technically you're not. Although you did lose your memory. No, but there's a little dude inside my head. Well, sorry, another little dude inside my head who is just like, Psst, you already knew that. So it's okay. <laughs> uh, but, like, I'm gonna ball up my fist. Um, you know, without thinking about it. We don't have reason to believe that she survived. We believe she was double-crossed. 
Which is why, to be honest, we have no idea who's contacting Lady Sophia. Our plan of attack in that regard was to have the Lady Sophia play and to be waiting in reserve in case anything happened. Surprise them. But hearing this, I don't think that that's safe. I wouldn't want to put her at risk, or any of us. I was literally vampire bait for you, like, how many sessions ago? Sorry, your I'm suggestion. not here. Your suggestion. <laughs> your suggestion. <laughs> sure also, was. get back to your bath. <laughs> <laughs> she seems to be the type to volunteer herself. Is that not bravery of another sort? It is. It is, and I suppose we'll just have to see then, Sir Zeron. We can send uh, the Lady Kyoko, perhaps Patches, myself. We can scout it before we go. It's good to hear you make plans again. Patches, at this point, when you descend, you'd see the two of them talking in this other room. This other room is its its smaller. It looks kind of like a games room. It's got a poker table set up in the center fireplace, uh, several chairs around it, and a couch. But, like, a massive, like, I could fit five people on this couch if I sit. Yeah. Nice. Or, like, um, three trolls. <laughs> uh, the poker table is currently unoccupied. They're the only two in the room. I'll join them. Well, Patches, are you ready? Quite a fetching outfit, Patches. Thank you. It was crafted for me by quite a skilled tailor. Oh, that's right. So Zeron, of course, you may not have uh, heard all of the details of our um, time at the Chateau Frontenac. I'm sure you'll fill me in. This place has some of the finest stores of whiskey this side of the Atlantic Ocean. Tell me more. <laughs> Where you're standing right now. This is what's known as the games room. But in reality, it's more of the room in which people drink and discuss things while they play cards for meaningless trinkets. <laughs> well, it's good to know that we have our evening planned, at least. There's an entire section of the Freehold that's devoted for David Ardry's use, which we don't enter unless he bids us entrance. But he hasn't been in home fires in quite some time. He's been holed up in Terranar. But that doesn't mean that we don't have our own uses. Specifically, the Red Branch has its offices just below us. Sophia, you're now free to move about <laughs> cool I want to thank Vara and make my way downstairs so what exactly is our plan for the evening well we'll be meeting with Lord McAllister commander of the Red Branch we'll be filling him in on as many details as possible about what's occurred recently at least since Kyoko's, the Lady Kyoko's last visit. And then we will 
request permission to take matters into our own hands in regards to the pharmaceutical company. Do you think we're adequately equipped? We barely got out of there last time. Mine's barely. What do you <laughs> mean by taking matters into our own hands? Lady Sophia. Uh, sup. sup. Uh, <laughs> I think it's time for us to find out how much they know about our kind, and more particularly the location of I don't, I don't stage whisper in, obviously. So, so you're suggesting sneaking in again? Patches? I'd have to consult with Kyoko, but that doesn't actually seem that feasible. Unless one of us was going to suddenly become a young medical professional applying for a job. I mean, I know a little bit about medications and medicine, but I don't. I, I hardly think I'm an adequate candidate for such a mission. I don't think we can just sneak in. I think their security oh. itself is too great, so we would have to infiltrate in a different manner. Um, or just go in guns blazing, which <sighs> isn't ideal. No, it isn't. So, without adequate, adequate research, I'm not sure that at this point in time right now just rushing back in there would be wise no but we need Lord McAllister's permission to we undertake whatever we his need kingdom. if he is the commander of the red branch then all of our actions go all through him all of your actions go through mm -hmm. him yes all of our actions as Red Branch members. You are, of course, free agents. I have a question. Why do we need to infiltrate the pharmaceutical company? Why can't we focus on an employee when they're not there? Do the employees live there? Or do they I'm go sure home they for don't. the night? Mm -hmm. Maybe it would be easier to follow one of them, try to get to them separately. Depending on the one chosen, their security clearance might be high enough that they would have some information or at least clearance in and out of the section in the basement. So, idea, seeing as you whispered that word, are you planning to disclose that information to McAllister? Yes. Well, unless anyone... Sir Zeron, uh, unless any... <laughs> specifically, <laughs> uh, unless anyone has any problems with it. He is aware of our history with the object and I'm sure would want us to recover it, make it safe again. As long as he understands that it needs to be reversed and then destroyed. See, that's the trouble with working with an organization. They will have their own motives. Hopefully they're the same as yours. Well, if there's the slightest hint that he wants to use it, what are you going then to that's do? unacceptable. I won't let him. I'll have all of you. I don't you, know what I'll do, but I won't let him. I'll have all of you roll perception and empathy, difficulty six. Is this insightful? Yes. <laughs> oh. Uh, botch. 
Three, three. Whoa. And then the nine, like, decided to be a one. Oh, yeah. I, oh, two. Two. Okay. Um, Sophia. Yes. Zeron is looking at you, and there's a certain amount of um, sadness, but also excitement. Um, excitement, no, excitement's the wrong word. Sadness, but also kind of like hope. Um, patches, you're almost certain that Zeron is uh, checking you out. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, have you seen me? Have you seen this outfit? <laughs> Damn. That's, that's just all there is to it. So, of course, mm-hmm. he probably already, he knows about it mm-hmm. already, so we should understand what he wants to do, but I'm not working with someone who wants to use that thing. Good. Good. I don't say anything, and I just cross my arms. <laughs> yeah. In a way that su- that seems supportive, would you say, or um, like, I don't, oh, I don't I'm know, Lizzie. Into this, I don't know. You want to roll on that? Yeah, I do want to roll. <laughs> Great, roll. You have a difficulty of, if I remember correctly, three. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's amazing. <laughs> Seven. Seven successes. Uh, I would say no. It is absolutely not a supportive arm cross. Brom. <laughs> is there a problem? His allegiance is to the Red Branch. And so he will follow his orders. Of course, but he was used as a battery for this thing for years. Frankly, Lady Sophia, we don't know what or... happened. We don't know what happened. I think we're starting to put the pieces together. Little by little, yes. Perhaps I chose to do that to myself. To save others from it. Perhaps it was inflicted upon me. I well, don't know. Well, then why know. he would want to go back to that is beyond me. Then maybe you don't understand. I don't know whether we can prove that it's... Oh, like, I, I don't have reason to believe that the Red Branch forced him to activate it or become a battery for it. There's no evidence pointing in that direction. There's a slight knock on the door. Just more like on the door frame, I should say. And the Lady Jessica stands there. Just. I trust everything is to your liking. Yes, thank yes, you. That's very beautiful. I've been directed to take you to Lord McAllister's offices. Well, then it's that time. Lead the way. Sir Zeron, would you be so kind as to take Sir Brom? I have some words for your friends. I should also point out, Kyoko did not join you. Hmm. Like, in this room. Into the okay, just in the room. It's like, wait. She's still on the bus. She, like, got off at a gas station and didn't get back <laughs> on. Oh, no, up. we left her. We should have taken a head count. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave with Sir Zeron and then... Uh, I'm going to, as soon as I've sort of stepped out the door, just kind of mention to Sir Zeron that I probably should make sure the Lady Kyoko is here for this. 
You don't think that she already knows? I, She's been known to lose track of time before. As have I, as have we all. We can check on her if you want. I just want to be sure that we're all there. So yes, we're going to... Uh, so as you leave, you head out. Patches, once again, like... Did Zeron glance at you? Did you? <laughs> Ooh. Looking at that bicycle chain necklace? I apologize. I just thought that perhaps I might be able to be of assistance for you. In regards to... It isn't often that those who visit here feel entirely comfortable. Okay. Well, I felt quite welcome until you separated me from my companions. Is there something that we should know? I was going to tell you that no matter what happens today, it's important that you know that this is a place where all can be considered important to listen to. These are the winter holdings of the High King, which means that there is a lingering sentiment of the Unseelie in this air, even if he himself is not. If you truly believe in something, here it matters. And just because it's his office doesn't mean he won't want to listen to you. That's very good to know, Lady Jessica. Thank you. It's often exactly the reverse, depending on where you travel. So that is very good to know. I apologize for separating you, but I also wanted to give Sir Brom a moment alone. Can we follow behind now? Of course. I'm going to start to go. I'm just going to follow your lady. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Zeron um, takes Brom, and they both, I guess, go over to where Kyoko's quarters are. Mm -hmm. And then he says, I'm sure you can find your way back to McAllister's. I I'll excuse me. <laughs> Classy dude. And he turns and he heads away. Uh, <laughs> I knock on the door. I open the door? When you open the door, you see a book lying on a table um, with a pen on top of it. And it has one of those um, small locks 
on it, mm. similar to a like a, a kid's diary, but the lock isn't open. Or sorry, the lock's open. It's not closed. Um, you can see that there's already a few tossed bits of clothing on the ground. It seems like Kyoko isn't necessarily very tidy when she just decides to get dressed. Um, uh, as I pass through the room, kind of to poke my head into the bathroom, I like gather some of the clothing up and at least put it in a pile on the bed. Like I, I try to, I'm not tidying, but like, at least I'm putting things. Yes, you are. You, that is exactly what you're doing. You are tidying. I'm tidying. I'm tidying her bedroom, but I'm doing it on the way into just to poke my head in the bathroom, see if she's there. Hmm. Uh, I go to the, what I assume is like a, a diary or a journal. Uh, and I close it. You mean you lock it? Ah, uh, no, I don't lock. No, because it was the open. book's not open. It's closed. It's just oh, it's closed. the okay, lock is open. I'm not. No, no, I'm not. I'm not touching it. I feel like I feel like in a previous Joriki life, I would have been like, I read the shit out of it. Of like I, would have, I have been so excited. You did remember yeah. when you oh went under Alvor's mattress no, and you read his mattress, You read no. his attempts at read uh, writing. Like, oh my god, ah, I feel so bad now. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I, uh, Bra- I, I, I don't think Brom's the kind of dude. <laughs> I, I have to resist. He also can't read. Oh. Well, we should talk about that. Let's unpack that. Uh, so if she's not here, I'm gonna go. I guess I'll see if there's a note like under the diary or whatever. But that's not, not a thing. You know what? What? I want you to roll me your dexterity and your <laughs> larceny. Uh. Okay. I oh, assume boy. this is not to tidy the room. No, At a difficulty to... of four. See if she notices that you touched her shit. Whatever. I think I barely touched it. It's fine. Uh, difficulty of four. Four. This is going to be huge. I got four successes. All right. So you don't accidentally drop the book. It doesn't accidentally open to a certain page. <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> This message will self-destruct in ten seconds. Uh, that, <laughs> uh, that'd be funny. No, I don't. Sophia patches. Um, when you are taken towards the office, standing outside of it, you see Kyoko, and she's wearing the uh, green tunic that Brom recovered from Quebec City. Um, she's actually wearing chain under it. And you can see it's 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 sort of like an elegant chain that reaches down along her arms as well. Um, but you can tell by the way that she um, when she moves, it, it almost sounds like very tiny bells ringing. Oh, Kyoko, you'd look wonderful. I see now the lady Kyoko from the stories. <laughs> There are stories? Oh, no. Only good ones. I should tell you that my exes are very vengeful. I don't treat them very well. That's all right. 
To be honest, I'm actually quite a selfish person. So I imagine that their stories are full of tales of how I've managed to steal their passwords and dump all of their accounts into mine. Nothing of the sort. And that color is very fetching on you. I had to murder a Gwydion to take it from him. Of course. No. Oh. <laughs> I guess uh, Braum won't be joining us then. We might as well continue on. <laughs> I'm just going to like take two oh, steps no. toward... No, 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 oh. no. If I needed to murder Braum for his tunic, that would be because I required a tent. Okay. I mean, you are a skilled seamstress, so I wasn't sure. You had already resized it. I'm no tailor. Have you seen... I thought Braum went on ahead of us. They're on... All right, well, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, should we go in? Do you know the way? No, but... It's right into this door. (laughs) Is it, though? Well, maybe we should just... um, Maybe they went in ahead of us. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to knock. Lightly on the door. I'm not very fast, Captain Daff. I've never been. The last time that I checked, I ran the 100 meter dash in about seven hours. <laughs> it's more of a painful crawl. I had to have an elevator slug drag me across the finish line. Aww. Elevator slug! <sighs> a ship? Okay, I have a theory. You do? Yeah. I've got a okay. theory. It could be Barney's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're opening the door? Yes. Well, I'm knocking on the door. Yo, what's up? Just bust in. The door. Hello. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There we go. Oh. Oh. Ripley. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. That's not what was supposed to be playing. Oh, can there I have we that go. Yes, They're you both may. Creeping around. Creeping. The door flings open, and you Ooh. see a um, you see an, an a, not quite an elder satyr, but definitely an older one standing behind it. He is uh, dressed in a vest, which um, leaves most of his chest bare, and a kilt that stretches down past his knees. His hair is like a, like a a fire that's just wreathing his head and his face alongside really large, elegant horns pulled back. Um, His eyes sparkle as if the entire world is a joke to him. And they're behind half moon spectacles, which as soon as he opens the door, he pulls off and just tosses them behind his shoulder, whereupon they land perfectly and slide along his desk blotter. Um, Inside here, alongside every other room in this freehold, it would seem there's a fireplace. Um, But in here, it feels like a smoking room. Um, Despite the fact that there's... Despite the fact that there's no smoke in this place. Um, Sorry, what were you asking? Uh, his appearance three. is three. Thank y'all. 
That's not what I expected, but it is way, way better. Please, please, come in. Come in. I'm going to go in. So when you head in, um, Zeron is already sitting in a chair, but he stands up when the two of you enter. Um, It seems like there are 12 chairs in this room that all sort of circle each other. Um, And to the right of each chair is like a little table with a glass. And um, he, um, Zeron is sitting in one of them. Uh, It is important to note that it's quite dim in this room. It seems like the fireplace is the only source of light. I guess quite dim is kind of a misnomer, but it's certainly not bright like it would be in this room or your room. Because it's still daytime, right? Like, Yeah, he has no windows. This is in the basement. Oh, okay. Oh, right, of course. Yes, sir, you're right. Thank you, Pro Restarter. And hello. You, and he instantly thrusts out a hand, and you can see that his hand looks a little bit gnarled. Um, it, it looks like it's been working hard quite a bit. Thrusts his hand out at Patches. You must be the steward of the spark. And he takes it, and he just grasps it. Really firm grip, like two pumps, um, mm-hmm. and then lays his other hand on the other side of it, and then lets go. Frankly, I'm a fan. I, I really have to say. Please. Um, please. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and he, he indicates a chair, turns to Lady Sophia. They told me that your music paled in comparison with your beauty. They were wrong. Thank you, I'm flattered. And he instead takes your hand, not as a handshake, but just passes a kiss just above it, um, and then offers his arm. Oh, I'm gonna take it. And he guides you to another chair. Meanwhile, um, Brom, when you reach the outside, you see Kyoko waiting for you just outside the door. Well, there you are, Lady Kyoko. Uh, is everyone else here? Did you know that in the universe, there's an infinite number of realities that form? Every time a decision is made, it branches off into another one, which means that there are any number of realities reflecting every single possible existence. In those existences, we're not here. We're actually on a beach in Maui, and you're just about to tell me that our 50 years of marriage must be dissolved because you have undying love for me, and therefore you must feel the need to marry me again. If you're suggesting travel plans, I think we might want to hold off a little longer, but Tearfully, I'm about to confess to you that I've always actually had a thing for Lady Sophia. But that's when you feel the sand beneath your toes, the warmth, and you realize that nothing really matters. Nothing at all, except for, in another reality, the rest of them are inside. Well, my... Sorry. (laughs) Um, 
my senses tell me I'm here, so I suppose it's that. Re- I've I've never heard of of Maui. Mean, no, multiple universes. How would you know which one you're in? Which one is the real world? What will actually destroy your mind is the reality that you're in fact both in Maui and here. If I close my eyes, I can almost not feel the sun. I'm glad you understand. They're waiting for you inside. Oh, uh, well, all right then. And I gotta step in as well. Do you make any comment on the fact that she's wearing the tunic that you retrieved for her? You reminded me. Thank you, John. I did. Yes, I would absolutely. <laughs> I would absolutely say something. And, um,. For what it's worth, Lady Kyoko, I it's wonderful that you're wearing that tunic once more. It looks quite fetching on you. Look better on she, my floor. All right, all right. <laughs> she, she gives a rare smile and she t- does one small turnaround. Hmm. Are you and- coming in as well? I decided to wait. It's very bad luck for a rabbit to enter the room last. Then perhaps you should go ahead of me. Oh, I'm afraid not. For you see, I'm late. Right. How important of a date is it? Uh, uh, uh. That's racist. And she heads inside. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lovely color on you. I like mutter to myself as I also go inside. I I get in there as well. Was that Lord McAllister? I would not have made that dumbass joke if I realized who it was. I think you should have. He didn't introduce himself. I was trying to like be like, hi, who the heck are you? You must be (laughs) greeting us. Like, Uh, uh, I love it. It's fantastic. It was brilliant. No, it was terrible. But I assumed he was just like yet another one of the employees here or whatever. Roll charisma etiquette. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, okay, fair. Do you have etiquette? Uh, I do not. So then it's a plus one difficulty. Okay, what? Sorry, you take one die away. Oh, then I have no dice. (laughs) You have no dice? I have one dot in charisma and oh, none in etiquette. Dear God, she's so on, I made that joke. She's so I 100% made that joke. Never it mind. happened. It happened. <laughs> I've been God. trying to just let her do all the like pleasantries. No, I made that joke. Okay. <laughs> it's wonderful to meet you. Fate. Fuck you! Okay, thanks, Patches. <laughs> and back to Patches. I'm surprised, I'm surprised that every once in a while Patches doesn't just go and urinate against a wall somewhere, being like, <laughs> I don't see why this is wrong. <laughs> oh what? I have to pee! You're just like, cigarette dangling out of the mouth. <laughs> She's also fairly Russian. <laughs> we love Patches. We love Patches! I love Patches even more, knowing that. <laughs> And then when Brom walks in, 
the satyr um the satyr makes sure that Sophia sits in the chair. He doesn't abandon her immediately. But once Brom walks in, he turns around and he walks forward and he just wraps Brom in a hug. Oh. Prodigal son returns. In a manner of speaking, yes, yes indeed. Lord McAllister, it's wonderful to see you again. Your chair's waiting for you. And indeed, there is a chair, and it is larger than the other chairs. Are there any other troll-sized chairs? Not in this room. Are there in other rooms? I check. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. Go. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, I need no. to see every other room in this freehold. Right now. I have to sit in all the chairs. <laughs> Whoop, broke that one. Yeah. Whoop, crushed Goldie this Brom. one. Goldie Brom. Okay, right, right. Yes, I, uh, I take a seat as well. Wouldn't it be funny if Captain Daff was right? Oh, yeah. It would be very, <laughs> very funny. <laughs> Freaking hilarious. <laughs> Accidental Brom, Dad. to have more babies. <laughs> <laughs> John, he just can't away. get it right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> is it true love or is it an accidental pregnancy? Okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. Oh, <laughs> Aragorn's face pretty much sums this up. Sorry. Uh. Yeah. First things first. I have to thank you too. This office is mine. It's not one that I let just anyone into. But knowing what you've done so far, I feel honored to be in your presence. Is he saying this to all of us, or just... No, he's turned to you two. Once everyone has sat down. Well, I hope that anyone in our position would have done the same. You know, when I was first told about the Red Branch years ago, uh, King David told me that what he believed was the Red Branch was simply that there were those who felt just as you said, the hope that there is a hero in all of us, and that it was the Red Branch's job simply to be that hero, to listen to that part of oneself. Which means that I can tell you with a smile on my face that, yes, there are people out there who are heroes. At the same time, I do have to acknowledge that not everyone chooses to be one. It's funny, what, what you say about being a hero, that's how I feel about being an artist. I think that everyone has that potential. And I'm a sculptor. I try to help them realize it. You are? 
Have you sculpted anything in here? No, because in here I leave things that are actually good. But my wife loves what I have, and so I sculpt for her. I would love to see one of the pieces sometime. I'm relatively sure that if I took you home to my wife, she'd kill me. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Now that thank yous are out of the way, please allow me to introduce myself. I am Lord McAllister, app Gwydion, and I run this outfit. What's left of it? We're hoping, Lord McAllister, to fill you in, of course, on everything that's been happening in Cross of Shadow. Um, but also to see if there's anything that um, well, I or the other members of the Red Branch can do for you, for the organization. What is his first name? I think it's Mac Allister. Remember that if you're addressing somebody by their title, it's appropriate to actually only use their first name. Truth, Lady Sophia. Hello. Etc. For instance, if you were referring to um, Patrick Stewart, you would not call him Sir Stewart. That would be incorrect. Sir Patrick? He is Sir Patrick. Sir Pat Stewart? He can also be Sir Patrick Stewart, but he's never Sir Stewart. Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. (laughs) Sir Ian, Sir Ian. You shall not pass! Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. We're dealing with a a character who has hooves as opposed to feet, and he's a magical fairy. Yes, he can be a McAllister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you got them those shoes? He has hooves. He doesn't need shoes. That's uh, horseshoes. Can horseshoes. Stop that drive, buying me a drink. Oh. <laughs> The next thing is that you've entered my office, Brom. So, at this point in time, I... I have to ask you a very important question. Of course. Are you ready to hear the truth once more? I believe so. My understanding is that that which clouded my mind and my memories has been uh, healed. I should be ready. Lord McAllister, are you oath-bound at all in regards to this? Perhaps I could free you from that. Free me, and I can free the rest. (laughs) 
okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna need some details on like I wanna formally like I wanna formally renounce an oath of secrecy that he must have oh, you know what, I don't know enough information, so I can't just be like, I free you from your oaths like you know what I mean? Formally ask me mm. and I will give you details. Lord McAllister. Would you... Sorry. I'm sorry. Would Will you, you accept this rose? Yes, exactly! <laughs> would, <laughs> would you do me the honor of telling me all that has happened to me? To us, to the Red Branch. I cannot. Because I wasn't there. But consider the restriction placed on all members of the Red Branch lifted at this time. <gasps> yes! Achievement unlocked. Yay. <laughs> People will actually fucking tell you things now. <laughs> this is Patches in character, by the way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> After pharmaceuticals. To be honest, we don't believe that they are a pharmaceutical company. If we were to guess, we think that it is made up of an organization which is attempting to discover more and more about the Cathane and how they might be able to use us. How is it possible that an organization, a group of mortals, would be able to pierce the mists in this way? Are you suggesting that they are led by a member of the Cathane? We don't know. <laughs> we'll actually... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. They seem to also be able to detect other beings. Um, what are you referring to? We don't know for sure if those guys are the pharmaceutical guys. Necessarily. Uh, one of them, one of them no. was the same guy. Same guy. Oh, perfect. I don't same know car, which one, same but... guy. The one that, at least the dude that I beats not out of uh, shot to shit no I, I oh, first no. pushed him into oh, a guy. toilet okay. oh fabulous knock oh. him out alright uh, anyway carry on <laughs> um the Garu um they seem to be able to detect those as well so it's possible perhaps it's not a member of the Cathane but of some other non-mortal privately yeah. I believe they may be one of the awakened ones. Mortals who have somehow unlocked another side of reality.
I thought that was not a myth, but a rarity. Could I make like a gray mare roll on that or something? Sure. See if I this is going to be difficulty something. eight. Okay. So would that be uh, intelligence screamer? Yep. I'm going to do the same. Go. Go nope. Get it from. Two ones. Wow. Wow. Dude, what is happening? I'm going to shoot something. The dice. So, I, uh... <laughs> is Lord McAllister checking you out? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Look, I mean... Oh my god, yes. <laughs> He at least has something to offer me. <gasps> Sir Zeron! Burn! Look, gotta have a duke in every kingdom. <gasps> Nothing less than a... He's a lord. He's a baron. Okay. We'll, we'll allow it. Bane baron. It's all good. Damn. That's two steps below duke. Whatever. He seems to be important enough. <laughs> wow. Shit. Uh... Your right. botch is noted, but it's I'm yeah, not triggering it yet. Yeah, that's fine. Just none of you people are all of you are like Bleh? Wait, Brom got two successes. He did. Alright. So Brom Hashtag Brom knows stuff. Yeah. Um Imagine a mortal who okay. has woken up just enough to be aware that there are possibilities out there. That they can tap into the dreaming and make things real, but they're still far enough asleep that they can create these realities with their own minds. They exist in kind of a half-awake, half-asleep state, which gives them power, for they can dream and then wield the results of these dreams themselves. Lucid dreamers. That was like you ten- that out loud? Yeah, I totally did. And also, it was like ten minutes ago, so everyone's like, "The fun is Brom playing." <laughs> so that was ten minutes ago. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate. Mortals that are awake and yet not quite. Yeah. The problem is that we think that these awakened ones that have been a part of Abford Pharmaceuticals they seek to draw dreams static. While they understand dreams' power they want a certain amount of control over them. A way to make sure that the world itself can handle what they're doing. We all know that you can't control the dreaming. They're trying to do so. To form dreams the way they choose. But using banality in order to create that effect. Imagine being forced to dream one thing over and over again so that others could benefit from your dream, but that you had no choice or no chance to dream of anything else. 
And so who are they forcing this, these dreams on? Everyone. Yeah. If this is true, Lord McAllister, that they... This is a threat to our very existence. So we thought, ten years ago, we assumed that the incursion, despite the fact that we suffered incredible loss, that enough damage was done, that we set their research back too far. We believe that the pharmaceutical company basically has existed as a shell corporation up until this time, and perhaps actually did research into pharmaceuticals instead, knowing that they had been defeated. From what I understand from you, though, we can't take that risk any longer. I don't understand. If these are mortals, awakened or not, who are forcing these dreams upon other mortals, who benefits? Just this small group of individuals with access to the power? If you're the one to bring a new technology to the world, you're the one who benefits from it. And while you might be able to say that that benefit is financial, we believe that their, their benefit is more sinister than that. It gives them control. It means that they can shape the world as they see fit by rending the mists very precisely and just enough so that they can take advantage of the dreaming while still not allowing it to express itself and instead exp only manage to create what they deem important or necessary. Imagine that they can tell you what to dream. don't understand what it is that they want to achieve with all that control world domination I mean what what is that there has to be something else right profit and wealth isn't enough to justify doing something that they clearly don't understand is as bad as it is not enslaving the entire world well, no. they probably don't really see it that way. They probably just think that they're making use of this weird magic that they are kind of... Lady Sophia, you would have beauty emerge in all of us. Of course. Sometimes people make decisions because they believe it's what's right. Even if it isn't. I still don't understand. I think that's par partially why you are so strong. To understand that thought is basically to reject the dreaming as a whole, isn't it? Add it. At any rate, if this is indeed the case, and I assume that 
you have reason to believe it. We have to stop them from getting their hands on any more... power. Not only do we have to stop them from getting any more power, but we have to make sure that those who they would steal from are safe as well. As I understand it, they tried to keep you. Now that we have you back, we know that it's possible. So we move forward. Unfortunately, I have reason to believe that they are receiving assistance. And um, who has the highest perception empathy among all of you? You roll. Difficulty 7? Yeah, it's a... I don't, I don't even really need to try Is this uh, an insightful check? Yes. Oh, sorry. That is three successes. Uh, the twinkle in his eyes grow fierce for just a flicker. Okay. <laughs> My... We try to make sure that we don't do things that would attract too much attention to ourselves. The Eshiat must be protected. The knowledge of our kind must be protected, which means that we don't proactively go against every bank that hires someone who um, is an autumn person. We don't go after every single little threat until it actually is a threat that we deem important enough it would seem that Abford Pharmaceuticals has become important enough again which means that I have to ask you a very important question how can we help well we've taken two possible routes forward Yet to discuss, we've yet to do decide exactly which one would be the best way forward. But we are planning on infiltrating Abford Pharma, possibly through one of its mortal employees. Once there, we need to determine what, if anything, they know about. Well about the spark in Cross's shadow what they know about us and what they know about the rocket whether they have it or where it is no they wouldn't have it sorry (laughs) whether they have an idea of where it might be unfortunately I don't know of anyone who has an idea of where it might be if I did we would have gone out to retrieve it a long time ago of course. It's dangerous. Yes. That's my understanding. We don't know how to deactivate it yes, yet. So I think it's best left where it is until we know what to do with it. Do you know of any way that it can be destroyed? I'm sure I could figure out a way if I had it. But I don't know whether... I don't know... We don't really understand how it functions other than that it sucks in glamour so in getting near it there's a good chance that I would just be erased or 
turn into whatever happened to Brom, or who knows. What's the priority? What do you think we should be doing? I think Abford needs... Separate from the rocket, I think Abford needs to be stopped. They're hunting down high school-age children, trying to find people that seem to trip their radar because they have a means of identifying people that are non-mortal. They need to be stopped. And we need to find the rocket and figure out how to safely destroy it. I'll make you a deal. Let's send a message. They don't get to fuck with us anymore. What are you suggesting? I'm suggesting that we treat this as two separate initiatives, much as Patch has mm -hmm. said. On the one hand, we have to find the rocket and find a way to destroy it, deactivate it, whatever we need to do in order to make sure that it cannot be used again. But separate from that, we have a second target. Apple Pharmaceuticals doesn't get to play with us anymore. They have forsaken their right to enter our dreams. What are you proposing? Well, you're visiting me. And I am at your service. All of this is new to me. <laughs> Lord McAllister, if you're suggesting something in self-defense or in that regard, then perhaps I can see your point of view, but sending a message does not sound these are not all bad people they have made decisions in a direction that must be stopped but if there is any collateral damage it's unacceptable exactly he stands up and he takes his whiskey from the table next to him and he stands in front of the fire There was a time where it was just about us versus them, the good guys and the bad guys. And we would race forward and protect the good guys, take care of the bad, and we'd come home and we'd sit in here, whoever could make it. And we'd toast to another victory each time. It's been seven years since we've done that. I just, I feel like we need a win. You have my word, Lady Sophia, that more than anything we will safeguard those who are innocent. I have no wish to see anybody suffer unnecessarily. And that if anybody were to fall as collateral damage... 
it would be seen as a failing on our part. As long as you accept that it may happen in circumstances outside our control. It's not ideal, but I think it's the best we can agree upon right now. I'll be honest with you, Lady Sophia, if I'm giving you my word, I just have to do it in such a way that I don't break it just because somebody at Abford Pharmaceuticals decides to fire someone. Of course. I mean, all right. I understand that these people have done horrible things and are planning to do possibly much worse but if we can we have to get to the root of the problem and just like with the rocket reverse it she glances sorry he glances at Zeron and Zeron nods for a second and McAllister smiles just a little bit what was that You'll have to forgive me, but you sound an awful lot like someone who we both feel very strongly about. Who is? Kay was always the one who wanted to ensure that we... that we treated the war as a war against an idea as opposed to a war against a person. I think I would have liked Kay very much. So what are you proposing, Sophia? If we get in there that we catch the the leader and you talk to them until they change their mind? I'm suggesting let's try to find another way than going in guns blazing and shooting up the whole place. There's a lot in between those. Sorry, two guys. Sorry, sorry, audience. I'm I'm sorry. I was I had this whole run and gun section set up. It was going to be amazing. I even had like graphics all set up. But now, <laughs> thanks to Sophia, we can't shoot anybody. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. It's funny because this is an action game. <laughs> I mean, Patches, you argue that my way of thinking is extreme. I would argue the same about you. Have I said, let's go kill everyone? Because I certainly haven't. That's certainly not my plan. Good. So what's extreme? What have I said that's extreme? It's the inference that talking to someone is a radical idea. I just think it's a naive idea. Fine. I am a naive person. Well, that's great. We can go capture them and you can talk to them. You have much better way with words than I do. I think that the Lady Sophia would understand, more than anyone else in this room, that there are people who put the sons of Adam and daughters of Eve at risk, and that if they are combatants, they are combatants. Of course. But those who are not... We can try to save them before we obliterate them. And I'm all for that. Then I don't see the argument. I believe no, both. No, I of- don't. 
I look forward to fine-tuning the details, but if we were to even somehow evacuate the building so that we could access files, information... That's an idea. ...and then destroy it once we are sure that it is gone. I'm hesitant... I'm hesitant to approve a plan similar to the one that you used ten years ago. (laughs) (laughs) It was different! (laughs) However... There is one thing that I think we need to take care of first. As I said, I believe that they have assistance. Lady Helena. We need to find that out. Well, Lord McAllister, the timing seems... Well, much more than fortuitous, much more than coincidental. Lady Sophia was invited to Terra's Glade to play. By someone claiming to be Lady Helena. That's right. At about the same time that we were getting closer to something. I also believe I've seen her. Yeah, right. I like the idea that Brom just like record scratches for himself as well. <laughs> yeah. He's got a little table. Sorry. How about I, I make don't another? Know how she managed to apparently fake her own death, but it seems like she is very much alive. I think that this is going to have to be something that we wrap up before we move on Abford. Which means that I'm all ears, but if you wish to go and play at Terra's Glade, it may actually prove to be useful. I I have already accepted. I'm going. We're going to try to scout the Freehold first. Those of us who can be a bit more um, inconspicuous. Uh, not look at you, sorry. <laughs> we have offered to. No, no, obviously. I wouldn't do that. Um, just. We, I don't want this to be a trap. Right, well, it could very well be a trap, but. I imagine that she knows a lot about us. Who knows how long she's been watching us? I'm sure she understands that there's nothing to be gained by hurting me. And if she knows Brom, or knew Brom, hmm. and she knows what to expect somewhat from him, mm-hmm. so... Maybe this is her attempt at initiating a conversation mm-hmm. with the person of the group most likely to communicate with her. Well, regardless of what we choose to do before, we won't be far away. It's 
Of course we won't. But that's because we stand with our friends. At the same time, Sir Brom, I want you to look very closely at the Lady Sophia. I want you to understand that our friends in House Liam believed it was appropriate, necessary, to bestow upon her a title. A title you carry as well. Those used to matter. And I believe in her case it does. I think she carries the title, perhaps not because she has a skill with a blade, or a skill with a... Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know where I was going. Perhaps not because she has a skill with a blade or skill with a pistol. And perhaps not because her parents were somewhat famous or that she managed to attract the eye of the right person at the right time. I believe she was given that title because she earned it. I believe that she is a knight. And it's about time that people started treating her as such. And perhaps it's the same reason why we need to start treating Patches the same way. As not a knight? As perhaps someone who should be. It wasn't a private invitation, was it? Please play in my private... Audience, or can you? No, come she was. With? She invited me to play in open court, Tara's Glade. Great. Maybe we'll find a way to be visiting her open court then. We For those of you to... who have etiquette, open court means that it's open and anybody can arrive if they so choose. In theory, yes, Patches, you are oh. correct. <laughs> we just need to make sure that the first thing that she sees is not. We have ways of making sure that Brahm's protected. They were friends last they saw each other, weren't they? Yes, but apparently she... Theoretically died in them all? What's the story? I say addressing him. Or I guess they're on. We had reason to believe that she had sold out your group which is how you were compromised in the first place. We believe that she did it in order to secure her own life. We also believe that they betrayed her and that they killed her. This is the first time that we've actually heard somebody use the name Lady Helena Apquidian of of late, which is why we're intensely curious. Well, this is surprising to me. She's... She's not very far away, and she's using her name how is it that she's that's taking a risk she must feel very confident in her position or she doesn't know of your relation to the red branch this can't be a coincidence where did you receive the invitation at the spark I find it really unlikely that she would find out that you were at the Spark, but not know that Brom was there, or Kyoko, or Claude. In any case, 
We just have to go. Mm-hmm. Sir Brom. Just patch mm-hmm. Sir Brom, we will make sure to disguise you so that you can walk around unrecognized. <laughs> like we disguised Ember that one oh. time. <laughs> I know. Metamorphoses shrink you down so you're not yeah. a troll. Pocket Brom. Pocket Brom, Pocket Brom. <laughs> Whoa. And, and like he throws as he's yeah, thrown. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Sorry. I uh, look forward to seeing how that it. might work, but. In the meantime, please, I'm here. And I've had to come to a few conclusions in my lifetime, which is that whether tomorrow is the apocalypse or just another day. It's important to find the time to relax. If there's anything that I can do to help make your stay more comfortable, or if you have any questions for me, please, by all means, I am at your service. Thank you, Lord McAllister. Thank you. Just Mac. Anybody who's entered this office, just Mac. Thank you, Mac. <laughs> Perhaps we could all have a drink together and Sir Zeron and Lady Kyoko could tell me some of the things they have been unable to Yes. Finally I can reveal to you that I've actually had feelings for Oh. Never mind. Um, I'm going to have all of you roll me a perception medicine, if you have medicine. Yep. God damn it, Liz, Another next time you gotta buy a medicine. No successes. It's okay, oh. Patches. I assume that when it really counts, like, that's when you're just going to start rolling nine successes. Like, ah, initiative. And you'll Video. be, like, equilibrium-style, like, gun-fu, just, like, walking through everything. I like to be so. more than just a badass gunslinger. Uh, yeah. I also rolled no successes. Oh, God. Yeah. Sophia? I can't roll. All right. <laughs> My rolling arm. So... It's shot. <laughs> there we go. I... I can't roll. I lost my rolling ability, you know. You lost your arms in battle, but you grew some nice boobs. Uh, speaking Sorry. of, <laughs> nope. Can we do? We, can we have a short break? Do you mm-hmm. mind? Or maybe I'll just yes. Up we can totally have a short break. I was actually about to yeah. suggest one. Animals Great. must be dealt with. Because I should also turn my oven on, but I'm gonna wait. Oh, oops, sorry. I nudged a cat with my Well, foot. I guess we'll never know what we were rolling for. Damn. No, I feel like it's something to do with uh, Mac. But maybe not. Maybe it's their own. Maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's better this way. Maybe it's nothing at all. <laughs> you folks are being so clever and silly and funny up in the chat. Yeah, seriously. Making us giggle. 
answer to Kyoko's preggers. Yeah. Yep. No problem. I'm right. Hmm. I still think that's racist. Yep. Totally. But what else do you expect from Brom? So people's perceptions of Mac, I'm going to actually leave so that I don't have to hear them because I don't want to force you to do that. But while I go and do those things, let's see what your perceptions are. Um, you can tell the chat. Uh, he's uh, a dude. He reminds me a lot of like... There's a specific, there's a particular character in a particular Jane Austen book that he reminds me of. Okay. <laughs> Sense and Sensibility. Lord Middleton. Hmm. Anyone is familiar. Just oh. someone who's like really like earnest and his favorite thing to say is like, company, company. I like nothing so much as company. So kind of yeah, nice. Like yeah. Really like kind of intense too about how. Damn right. <laughs> Lord Shrimpy. What? Lord Shrimpy and Downton Abbey. I watched all of Downton Abbey not too long ago. Cannot place Lord Shrimpy. <sighs> oh, Lord Downton. But is that... Or no, oh no, downtown, downtown Abbey. Oh, I see. Downtown Abbey. Oh, and Kung Fu Fenders thinks he's going to die. Well, it's true. Maybe I was supposed yep. to roll to see if he was like mortally wounded, and now we'll never yep. know. Or something about his grizzled hands was going to imply that he's got. Oh no, he has, uh, what is it? What is it? Grayscale? He has grayscale! Oh Wrong my god. We all shook hands with him. No! No! It's okay. We can just like slice all of his skin off. Gross. My god. Not a gross season. Anyway. Hugh McClare. Now that sounds familiar. Uh, please don't break the game. Marquess of Flintshire, Earl of Newmoreland. Oh! Oh! Sorry for all the yelling. <laughs> okay. Shrimp. Oh, shrimpy! Shrimp. Oh! 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 Okay. Thank you. Lord Shrimpy! Lord Shrimpy! Lord Shrimpy! Character in first two seasons of Downton Abbey that I recognize by sight, but not by name. Um, yep, exactly, Kung Fu Fenris. Precisely. Because uh, hair and earrings and not wanting to deal with it. Because these are not finalized, so. Like, today for some reason, unlike all the other times, really annoying my ears, which is why I'm constantly fiddling with it. Um, so... Oh, John, you're, um, oh. you're muted, I think. I'm here. 
there he is. Um, yeah, it was just like I think once we find a way to make it so that you don't have to like rebend it every time、mm-hmm. to put it on your、mm-hmm. on your head, and then we can put in like fun little like felt yeah, pads well, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it very noticeable though, like the difference in sound, guys? I I am I, curious. I notice a difference in your vocal quality compared to the other two. Poop. Back if y'all need to get up and do your right, Kung Fu Fenris. Uh, whoa! Oh, let's go. The Cray Cray Nobles. Okay, are they that Cray Cray? Yes. No. Why are you acting so Cray Cray? Hmm. 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 Shrimpy, crayfish, shrimpy. Squire patches just doesn't really、Ugh. have a good ring to it. Kung Fu Fenris, what do you think、I、we do? <laughs> Squire patches. Welcome to court. I'm Sir Brom. Flounce, flounce. You go like you flounce down the center、oh, aisle,、yeah. and then you're like Sophia, 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 Sophia. Like, what do you think we do? What are we like, Potter Puppet House? Yes. yes. That's nice. Fucking nerds. That's court. <laughs> well, here we are. So now it's up to you guys. You're the players. You can either accelerate towards the point where you decide to visit Terra's Glade. You can explore Homefire some more. You can pick McAllister's brain. You can take an ice pick to McAllister's brain. <laughs> That's why we needed to roll the medicine. We failed, so I don't know whether we'll be able to ice pick him accurately. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Okay. Well, here's here's my、uh, here's my、mm-hmm. concern, uh, fellow fellow citizens. Yeah. Um. If we go to Tara's Glade now, then we'll probably still be there when the session ends. So, how do we feel about that? Would we rather、I'm、have it be the、okay、start of、that. next session, or do we want to like start it off now and then? Okay、that's、living. not where my concern is. My concern is I would like to know if I can recover any glamour willpower. So I don't want to do that right now, considering it seems like we woke up, did half a day, have driven to New York City. Like I'm. I so you would have recovered one willpower already. When? Between yesterday and today, I assume、When、that you slept before you got on a bus. We we like we dealt with we saved Cog. Yeah. And, and you slept. Oh, no, that you, was you, like you actually got on the bus the day after. Okay. Yeah. Two days after, actually, because you、mm-hmm. saved Cog on a Friday. Yeah. And then it was a Saturday, and then it was a Sunday. So. Today is Sunday the twelfth in game. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you.
Hunter PR. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, Hunter. Damn. Okay, so it's been two days since we rescued Clog Cop. I, I, I'm giving you two willpower. Whether it was... Okay, cool. And any glamour? Glamour's another question. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you one each, and then if okay. you decide that you want more, you can do more, but it's just going to be a roll. And it would have okay. to be a ravaging. You're not going to... I'm going to go out and ravage. <laughs> Kick some ass. Is or that what whatever. you're doing right now? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm drinking okay. scotch. Um, so, yeah, Patches is going to head out on the town. Probably head over to the Lyric Diner, which is known to be frequented by police cadets. Pick up a handsome young man. Uh... I don't know if I'm just going to go ahead and describe this and you'll make me roll, or what's the plan here, John? So, you're you're picking up a handsome young man with your with your one charisma? I get on the tinders and I do a lot of swiping. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <sighs> I mean, fair enough. Right? It's like, I do a lot of guys. I gotta get some more glamour. Well, it's not just no, like the... there's more after. <laughs> there's more happening. All right. So, in order to ravage somebody, you have to establish a relationship with the target, but it doesn't have to be close. It doesn't have to be genuine. You basically need to know their name and something about what inspires them. Then you roll your banality, and you gain glamour equal to the successes. Yeah, so should I just go ahead and describe my plan? I would suggest that, yes. Okay, great. So, tee-hee hookup, except um, hang out and chat, um, and I don't know. Um... Now I'm just doubting all of my ideas. So no, I'm, uh, I'm going to do some reading. Good what do other people want to do in the meantime? Well, I am going to uh, get a drink. It's like, man. And, uh, yeah, kind of like wander around the... Um, what's this place called again? Home Fires. Wander around Home Fires a little bit. Um, with my phone. Mysterious. That's no, not that mysterious. In case someone needs to call you. Yeah, I'm so popular. Oh god, I have no friends except the ones who are here. I mean, yeah. It's it not is not obvious to me why you're carry why you specifically mentioned that you're carrying your phone around. I don't know. Oh, you because okay, you might you might decide to use it. I guess. Yes. Uh, I am going to uh, take the evening with. <laughs> she's live she's live oh shit, oh, shit. Um, I'm gonna take a moment to uh, have oh do you want this key? it is um, I'm gonna have a scotch with the, the red branch oh boy hmm. uh, yeah I'm gonna have a scotch with, with the folks and I mean reminisce I guess I'm gonna Ask a little bit about. 
I'm not gonna like bring the party down and be like, so what happened when she died? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna necessarily do that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Ooh. Great question, Captain. If you're looking for the rules on ravaging in the oh your your pages, it might be different. It's around two sixty two for me. Thank you. Cool. So what are you asking? That's a great question. And is Claude there? Sorry to interrupt. Yes, Claude is there. Cool. <laughs> He's just chilling the bus. Chilling with you like a villain. He is not at this meeting, though. No. Right. A. Um. So over over a glass, I guess. I, there's so much for me to learn and, and, well, relearn, I suppose. What it was that we were doing that evening, what, what kind of adventures we all had, and I suppose, most importantly, what it is that we managed to accomplish. Tough questions. And you say that you don't want to give a bring a downer note to the party? <laughs> also, so, puppies or kittens. Sophia, did you send that text message that you were talking about earlier? Just, just considering it. Okay. Considering. Okay, when you're ready, we'll get to you. Um, um I think I'm just going to not because I had I've I I had an idea for a bonus session. I don't want to just shorten it to like a two minute sentence. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm just the thing is, it. you can ravage now and then do it again for another bonus session if you're just worried about the amount of glamour that you have. Yeah, but I just I don't want to like okay. ruin my idea. Could hmm. we get that uh, link removed, please? And thank you. I have a feeling it's not good. Thank you. Do, 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 do. I have, I have done it. <laughs> Thank you, John. It has been done. Oh wow! I banned that guy. Well, you yep. know. <laughs> Whatever. They come in and they drop a random link. Like, what are you expecting? Yeah. Ah! Uh, are you still going out, dude, or are you wandering around? Um... Or are we saying that you went out ravaging, but you will bonus session it later? I'm just gonna go out for a while. Like we are, I don't think we're gonna head over there that night, are we? Oh, not this night. No, no exactly. So no. Patch is just gonna go out for the night. Cool. Uh, Sophia sends the text. Okay. So is the three of you, the three of you have a pensive night? <laughs> We're yeah. so lame. We should be out partying. <laughs> I think everyone just has a lot to think about. And Brom's been told so many things about his past. Well, I so Brom here. Okay. I'm I'm gonna sum up because yeah, you know, like we're not gonna spend the entire time. Um, no. Ever since hiking, David got into his funk. He's had a very hands-off view of the Red Branch. And so McAllister took that as, okay, then we will act 
somewhat autonomously while we're not being dealt with. And then a couple of Red Branch Knights got into uh, the politics of what's happening with Ardry, which is very much against what the Red Branch is supposed to be for. Mm -hmm. And it meant that there was a bunch of infighting, um, some arguments as to what it truly meant to be a member of the Red Branch, and several were released. There aren't that many these days. Uh, partially because it just doesn't seem to be as big a deal anymore. You know, like, this used to be David's finest, and now they are just a thing. But McAllister still believes in it. There are people who still believe in it. However, it's been made clear that there is a very specific reason why Claude is not in this meeting. Right. Okay. You're saying that as if you know what the reason is. Which... No, I, I, I don't. So I would absolutely, Braun would be like, he would pursue that. Claude does not get along with McAllister, and it is not clear why. Roll me perception empathy. Do it. <laughs> What's your pool? What's sure. your. Oh, that's not bad. Hey! Yep. Four successes. Uh, it doesn't seem like Kyoko or Zara know either. Yeah. But he is still a member of the Red Branch. Right. So it's not like he left, but he is just like, he's just not showing up. He's not coming in. I bet there's secret brothers putting that out there right now. Whoa. In fact, he's not even staying at Home Fires. He has a hotel room. Oh my. Okay. Okay. Patches, mm -hmm. while you're out, mm -hmm. um, are you headed to any place in New York in particular, or just sort of like... Um, probably to the docks, so the west side of the city, um, where all the piers are. Um, Alright, well when you when you make it down there... Um, at one point, you see sitting on a park bench overlooking some of the piers uh, is a knocker who is just chomping on a massive stogie. Um, he's got a tiny little apple box, which is set up. Um, and uh, he's He's just got his feet kind of up on top of it, and he's just leaning back. He's shorter than you are. Mm -hmm. I'm not and... that short. <laughs> yeah. Not that short? Yep. Well, it's shorter for a dude. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And he's just looking out over the water. Pause, light a cigarette. Nice night. Every night sucks, but some nights suck less than others. But he shifts over on the bench. I'll sit and I'll try to stay down. I'm waiting for my ship to come in. Literally or figuratively? Literally. 
cute mouth. Down there, and he points. I installed a, a little something, and I'm honestly not sure if it's going to make the ship explode or whether it'll come in in about 30 minutes less time. So, you know, I figured I'd stick around. Fair enough. Name's Clacka. Patches. So what are you uh, waiting for? Your figurative ship to come in? No, I'm just killing time until I have to ship out. It's fair. And then off in the distance, you see a slight eruption of flame. <laughs> so, uh, what class of ship was it that you and? That's uh, a on? drone. Uh, Don't worry, there's nobody aboard. Cool. Good. Uh, no authorities rushing in. Thought I had it that time. Really did. Practice makes perfect. If only that were true. <sighs> Have you had workshops around town? Around here, everybody's pretty stingy with the workshops they have. I mean, every once in a while, I go down to one of them, you know, maker spaces, mm -hmm. and uh, I make a few bucks teaching a class here and there, but honestly, uh, I can't handle dealing with them. It's last time I had a kid in there, like 10 yeah. years old, so excited to learn about lasers. Were you teaching about lasers? No. Little Pitcher just wanted to know about the CNC machine. Yep. Anyways. So my ship's fucked up. And he gets up off the, off the bench. Where are you from? Canada. Well, UK by way of Canada. The fuck is a maple syrup toke wearer doing down here? Oh. Have a nice night. <laughs> Gonna get up and walk away. He cheerfully flips you off. <laughs> so cheerful Sophia you get a text back which one were you hoping I meant Ugh. Ugh. Uh, I am going to call incisor press call anyway yeah that's how that works <laughs> well, so, you know, so like a, it's like a, so oh, you know okay. whether or not the call is successful is another matter you are out of service roll intelligence technology oh fuck go to a place with a <laughs> I <window>. can't <laughs> ah, you can't that's really funny I'm sorry no no 
Hello. How's the spark? You know, somehow it's still standing. I have no idea how. Don't tell Claude, but I'm currently standing, and then you hear, like, the clanking of glass against glass in a place I shouldn't be. At least make sure to clean it afterwards. You'll be angry. Of course I'm going to clean it. Mm -hmm. Just because I can drink shit doesn't mean I like drinking shit. (sighs) We made it. Safely. Hey, in case you were interested. A bus doesn't have wheels that fall off. Mm-hmm. That's good to hear. I'm surrounded by people right now who are completely comfortable with violence being an option. It's not necessarily their first choice, it's not necessarily their only choice, but they're very comfortable with it. So you decided to call a red cap? I did. Because I want you to try to explain to me why that is. Alright, let me see what I can do here. Um, Okay. Sometimes when you've been through life and you're told that violence isn't the answer and and you try to believe it as best you can and somebody comes up to you and knocks you down and you stand up and you say, hey, you shouldn't do that and they knock you down again. And so you stand up and you say, you really shouldn't do that and then they knock you down a third time. So you get up and you run. And they chase after you, and they knock you down. And so you tell somebody else that they're knocking you down, and this time, a person comes back with four friends, and they kick the shit out of you. What's the lesson you pick up from that? It'd be a lot more convenient if you could knock them down. I think the lesson is that sometimes people need to be knocked down. Because what if the person doing the knocking was in the right and you're in the wrong? And then there's this whole right and wrong thing, right? <laughs> I mean, I could get really reductionist with you and we can talk about Hitler for a second and say, like, oh hey, you know. Let's save it for another time. But fact of the matter is there's a reason that we create weapons is that occasionally we need to use them and it sucks but the danger is believing that the people who are good with weapons the people who use them like doing it or that they don't actually think about it every time they decide to use one have you seen Brom kill anybody recently no he could I'm relatively sure that if Brahma held somebody and sneezed, they'd snap in half. So I'm reasonably sure that Kyoko's basically not coming back. But, uh... But you. Yeah? What about me? You like it? 
violence. Mm-hmm. I think there's a certain amount of connection that you make with somebody that's physical. And I think that sometimes that connection comes at the end of a fist instead of the stroke of a hand. And it doesn't have to mean that you don't hate the other person. It's possibly the most poetic thing I've ever heard you say. Well, you weren't there when I went thrashing with Patches. I'm relatively sure I said some pretty fucked up things. One day I'm going to find out what thrashing entails. You can always ask her. But I'm asking you. You ever see that second Matrix movie? The second one, I don't bother with. The third one, I don't bother with. People told me to only watch the first, and I did. There's a scene where there's, like, a rave. And everybody's just, like, dancing around it. And they intercut it with shots of things that I'd rather not think about. But the point is that there was this moment where everybody just experienced this physical release. Where they were jumping and dancing around, sweat flying everywhere, and shoving each other. And and just enjoying the fact that they were there in a room full of energy that they could feel with their bodies as opposed to just just their minds I'm the embodiment of hunger Lady Sophia that's who I am and sometimes I want to feel something other than just an emptiness a gnawing at my stomach that never ever ever goes away Never? What do you think being beauty is to you that hunger isn't for me? What are you? Okay. I was born of a family huddled in a cave in the middle of winter, wondering whether they were actually going to make it out due to the spring. That's me. That's who I am. And that's why it's difficult for other people to sometimes listen to me. Well, then those people are missing out. Once they get past all the obscenities. <laughs> that was a joke. A true joke, but a joke. It's just who I am. That's it. Thank you for... You never answered my question. A glimpse of who you are. And you never answered mine. Well, that makes two of us. Have a good night, Sophia. Well, shit. You too. She hangs up. Fuck. 
put it down on the ground. Oh my god. Well, I didn't realize it was a S7. Hey! Those are the explodey ones. Explode! Still good. Anything else from any of you? Because now there's only 30 minutes left. Oh, shit. Make my way back. Sleep. Uh, Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think we're going to, before the appointed time, we're going to go and at least check out where Terra's Glade is. But Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Yeah. The exterior of the building. I have to get ready. Oh, shit. Crosshair found some great pictures. Damn it. Fashion Bunny was at it again. What's this? Pictures? Of what Sophia's going to wear to um, uh. Tara's Glade. Um, do we want to go case the joint? Yeah. Should you come if she knows what you look like? Probably not. <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> Happy to like scoot, scrunch know. down in the back seat. How... I would go about casing the joint without being found out. Like, yeah. I mean, since we're going in like, anyway. Yeah. Whether you're going to be magicked in disguise or whether you're just going to sit in the car until we call you. <laughs> oh, let's just go. Let the chips fall where they may. Good lord. Okay, on your I own just, head, I be it. <laughs> I feel like casing the joint would be more likely to risk the operation. No, I, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm yeah. thinking. Okay, it's true. Let's stuff Brom in someone's hat and go inside. Please tell me it's just like a fake mustache <laughs> and glasses and like a mullet under a baseball cap. He just wears the opposite of what he normally wears. Really tight leather pants. Yep. A kilt or like a shirt open to the navel. With like ruffles here and ruffles there. John, we're ready. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You haven't think proven you that have. you deserve to go forward in the story. That's a good point. What do we have for that? So, what are you doing? I'm sorry. I heard like eight different things in yeah, not a decision. We're fast forwarding yeah. to the appointed time, yeah. and we are going. All right. We are going to Tara's Glade. Before you are given the appointed time, McAllister asks to meet Brom, whereupon he is going to, uh, in consultation with everyone else, um, see if he can figure out a way to give you a disguise. Um, the first thing that he asks is he asks whether... Um, whether Patch's learning in metamorphosis has gotten to the point where he can easily, where she can easily do that. Do what? Transform Brom's appearance. From what I was reading, the rest of metamorphosis was like turn people into animals. So unless, so I stopped following the rest of metamorphosis's like tree. Uh, I can turn him into water. I mean, water. I can make him like seem like some like I can. I have a first dot, so I can like. Make him seem like slightly different. So instead of having black hair, you're gonna have blonde hair. 
like fuck yeah is that how far he's talking about i can resize him but like <laughs> the next one was all about like turning people into animals oh my god true, i'm so happy all right so and more animals very <laughs> funny instead we got better He's going to use Veiled Eyes on you, Brom. Perfect. So, for everybody knows, Veiled Eyes makes somebody forgettable. Okay. Um, what that means is that while they can see him, he's just beneath notice. So, um, you can just kind of walk through, and people will avoid you naturally. Like, they won't just ram into you or whatever. But no one's going to talk to you. No one's going to... Like, people will basically forget that you're there. Um, but, uh... So, he's going to create an exception so that your friends can see you. But otherwise, no one will until such time as you fuck it up. <laughs> Perfect. Walks in the door. And it's lifted. And immediately um, falls over. What level of metamorphosis would I have needed, John? Uh, I don't actually think you can do it with metamorphosis now upon cool. reading it. Cool. Um, like, maybe what? level... Because I, I think when I initially started down the tree, I thought it was like something else. But then when I actually got to reading about the higher points, it was all about like turning things into animals and animal aspects. Felt very druidy. Um, so yeah, I that's stopped. basically what it is now. Yep. Well. Cool. Which. Yeah, an unleashing might an unleashing there. might do it, but that's not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Give me some bear hands. <laughs> Unleash metamorphosis on the wrong. Bear arm. Oh! Ah! And like eagle wings and shit. Be amazing. Yeah. Incredibly conspicuous. Um, so he takes his time making sure that the cantrip is done very, very well, and he admits that there is a certain amount of irony about the fact that he only just got you back, and yet at the same time um, has been like trying to erase you again. Um, but the veiled eyes goes off, and you have one day. Wow. Now, while it What's doesn't mention it here in the book. Um, it's veiled. <laughs> you can't. If you start taking violent actions, it's just going to end the cantrip. Yeah. Is there sort of an exception for people who are, like, not looking for me directly? But I'll give you an example, John, if I can, really quick. Like, if I used veiled eyes on somebody and then they walked into a party where everyone thought they were dead. Do you know what I mean? Like, I guess that w it wouldn't lift. So you're eyes you're forgettable. Right. Here's the thing: if I was standing in front of you, mm. and I pulled a sword out and was moving to slash you, you would still be like, "Oh fuck, someone's going to slash me," and you would right. dodge out of the way. But then potentially afterwards, I would just be like, "Man, someone tried to slash me," and I just wouldn't be able to remember who or what it was without a certain amount of. Um, it is possible to see through veiled eyes, mm. and I'd have to I'd have to actually check because it used to be that that would end the cantrip. But the thing is, it makes you forgettable. Right. It doesn't make you invisible. Mm -hmm. 
Now, sounds like it's kind of like easily overlooked presence. Yeah, um, you're just not worth noticing. Right, cool. Um, however, if you also like walked up and you like say everybody was looking at an urn, and then you walked up and took the urn, people would still be like, "Hey, the urn!" Like it's <laughs> right. Like, care about the urn. Yeah. My yeah. urn. So they'd be able to chase after you um, because you had the urn. And you took it in, like in clear sight of them. But if you, if they didn't see you take it and you just like put it under your jacket and walked away, then they might be like, "Where's the urn?" But they wouldn't bother looking at you because they would just in their minds be like, "Oh yeah, that guy," and then move on. Right. Nice. I know what I have to do tonight. Shoplifting urns, <laughs> specifically. Those things are expensive. Good thing I got a big jacket. Uh. Perfect. All right. So, how are you doing this? Sophia, are you going early? Are you... I mean... Are you not going at all? No, I'm going! (laughs) I was just going to arrive at my appointed time. Um, I will be in tow. Yeah, Patches is coming along. You're going with her specifically? I think so. Are you wearing your fancy court yeah, attire? I will. Oh, I'm quite of our fancy court attire. So, Kyoko has decided to attend. Hmm. However, she has decided to attend by handing Patches a rolled up um, bundle of lycra. And asks you to put it in your bag. Perfect. And then she gets into your bag. (laughs) Is, um... Is Sir Zeron and or Lord McAllister accompanying us? McAllister is not. Um... Zeron is not he's staying out in the car alongside claude and claude's there too probably for the best that people who are like recognizable aren't just wandering around Mm -hmm. so so yeah sorry go ahead no no i get i was if that's the case then i'm also going to go with this group because it doesn't really matter (laughs) uh i'm gonna have my um rifle with me, but in its box format. And various tools and knickknacks sprinkled in my purse. I have Mab. So, Mab Mab seems a little skittish. (gasps) This isn't normal for Mab. Normally, Mab loves to be the center of attention, but right now, there's just a little bit of, like, you can see that Mab is rubbing her hands together. Hmm. Are you alright? Stay close to me. We'll protect each other. Driving out, you're actually going into um, kind of country area. This is a rural freehold. Um... Mav's, Mav's a lizard. Have you seen lizards have a whole lot of emotion? 
Uh, Mab doesn't freeze because Mab basically stays close to Sophia at all times. So, um, going through it's uh, it's it's kind of towards the end of fall around here, so the leaves have basically all fallen um, and have mostly sort of blown away. But you still see the occasional red or green, or sorry, red or yellow leaf as you go through um, until you turn off onto like a dirt road and you can see that when they say glade um, they perhaps truly mean a glade the there's a parking lot which is little more than just like a field where you can see a couple of cars being parked and then a path that moves in but this path is is designated by chimerical flags which are um, intended to guide people who can see them but not for those who can't. And as you begin to step forward, you see that uh, this glade uh, is truly open air, um, and people are milling about. There aren't really that many places where there's privacy, although there are a couple of... um, You see that there's a few kind of huts or hutches around, but they're made of, of, uh, of branches folded together, it it doesn't look primitive. It looks more very kind of evocative of like Celtic myth. And you are greeted as you approach by this extremely sullen looking Boggan. <laughs> Good evening. Hi. <laughs> I am the Lady Sophia. I believe I'm expected. Cool. You're here to play? Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> you can set up your harp over down towards this, the, the ring. Um, don't trample on any of the mushrooms, and um, we'll just ask that you play throughout court for anybody who decides to show up. You can play whatever you want, and um, it's, it's, it's fine. It'll be okay. Ah. Wonderful. Thank you for your help. Yep. And the Boggan shrugs and just sort of like just walks off aimlessly. Good grief. <laughs> the hell kind of freehold are they what running? What kind of here? operation are they running here? Another thing I should point out is that while anything Brahm says will be ignored by other people, that doesn't include conversations. Um, they'll be able to hear one side of them. And it'll look weird if you are conversing with somebody who they might be like, who is she talking to? And like, you will look strange because they'll keep looking around for who you're actually trying to address. So you can do it. You just have to be subtle about it. Well, I can ignore Brom. That's okay. Easy peasy. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to leave them. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually going to kind of, you know, if this is a glade, then there's, there's a good mixture of, of nobility and commoners who are here. Um, a lot of Arcadian she, um, and a yeah. few, and a few autumn she, um, are in and around. Um, however, you see that they make up maybe about a third of the total attendees. Um, there's maybe 30 people here. Um, and there's, you know, laughter, people are, are kind of 
picking up chimerical snow and throwing it at each other because chimerical snow for some reason isn't actually that cold and you can easily make snowballs with it and it doesn't freeze your fucking hand off mm-hmm. and it's always been a problem that I've had on television where you see people like playing with snowballs and you're like what? how do you do that and not freeze to fucking death but you know they do somehow Christmas Prince, I'm looking at you. Oh, God. <laughs> We're watching that again. Why is why does anybody watch Christmas Prince? Whoa. How does anybody not? <sighs> no, they don't. Like, yeah, you can wear gloves, but people on TV don't. Or they get wet. Their gloves get wet. Yeah, gloves getting wet. It's the worst. It's true. I mean, we're not telling Kung Fu Fenris anything he doesn't know about snow. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, cool. I'm just gonna follow you around. <laughs> oh great! I'm your your groupie. Yes, I'm heading to my little my an, a nice area, a well lit. So there's a gnarled wooden stool that looks like it's about 700 years old sitting on the ground. Um, but when I say gnarled, I mean like it it looks pretty beautiful, right? Like it's it's okay. an antique. Um, it's not gnarly. No, <laughs> no gnarled. It's twisted a bit, but it's a thing that you can sit on. Great. I will I will settle myself down, let Mab become a harp, and start to play. Just playing for now, not singing. So I'm going yes. to sit by her and uh, seemingly be watching you, but also be like watching the surroundings and clocking everyone who's there and trying to size them up. Is it time for some surveillance rolls? This is going to be a perception, and I will give you the option of either perception investigation, perception subterfuge, or Perception, and we'll say etiquette. Perception subterfuge. You will learn different things depending on which role you choose. Do I have to roll for my heart playing? Uh, you will a little later. Miss, this is your perception roll. I assume that you're still looking around you before you set yourself up, or are you that focused? Me? No. Sophia. Oh. Okay. oh. Oh, uh, sorry, a perception roll? Yeah, this is a perception roll to s- just as you move through. You can either choose perception subterfuge, etiquette, or investigation. Fair enough. What was the difficulty? Difficulty six for all of you. Man, it's useful to not have slew in your campaign, because every time the player with a slew is just like, oh, you mean, you mean four for me, right? And you're like, shut the fuck up. Oh. <laughs> Three successes. Three successes on wow. Sophia. And which one Which one did you roll? I rolled etiquette. Okay. Pa- Passions for subterfuge. Brom? I'm going to do investigation. Because okay. you know what I'm going to do actually is peel off from the group and head around behind where I think the Lady Helena might be. Oh, God. Are you going to go and friggin'. No, I'm not going right to. I'm just, I'm surveying. We haven't but, even taken a turn about the room. Uh, I got three successes on that roll as well. Okay. Sophia. Yes. You who rolled um, etiquette. Uh, It is open court. Everyone seems to be respecting open court um, to a certain degree. 
Uh, from what you can tell, this just seems to be a, a kind of a gathering of random Cathane in the area. Um, it's like a cross between a meet and greet and a mixer and a social club. So kind of casual gathering. Yes. Patches. The majority of people who are here are not armed. However, you can tell that there's at least three people here who have the bearing of somebody who has military training. Of those three, include one troll, one autumn she, and one boggan. Brom. One of the huts has a door closed and you can see that every once in a while people run in and out of it as if to fetch things. If somebody is in charge here, it's probably the person in this hut. All right. So I'm going to be keeping my eye on them and if the lady appears or if she's about I'm also going to watch her okay uh, so I'm, go ahead Oh, well I'm just I'm going to try to you know if, if the comings and goings from this hut are quite consistent I'm going to try to pop in with someone as the door opens oh like slip inside and back against the wall alright right. with subterfuge okay difficulty is four That's- that's not a stealth roll. That's good. No, you don't need <gasps> stealth right now. Uh, I got one success. That's enough. So the door opens up, and despite your size, you manage to sidle in. Um, and inside, you see that there is a woman with white hair. She. Um, she's brushing her hair, and she seems to have some... Uh, prepared notes in front of her that she's just looking over as she's doing this. And people are occasionally coming in and either informing her like of what time it is or so-and-so just arrived or, um, and one of them even that's um, the, uh, the harpist is here and she acknowledges all of these with a curt nod and a smile. And that's, she doesn't speak. How close can I get? How close do I have to get in order to read the notes? You can get up close to read the notes. That's not an issue. And I'm going to see what kind of statements she's preparing, if any. Um, one of them is just a, a standard sort of like, everybody is welcome to be here. Uh, one of them is, um, is if there's any business, please bring it before the court. One of them is a um, an introduction for the Lady Sophia. And one of them is closing. What's odd about these notes is that they are, um, they don't seem to be the kind of things that you would really need notes for. Like she's literally written out sentences like, thank you very much for attending court here at Tara's Glade. And like, that's the only thing on the card. Okay. Um, mode So I don't I don't have any arts that would allow someone to change their appearance or their form, but I might know of some that would allow you to take on the form of another, but like 
without having access to their voice or something. Uh, I guess without kind of trying to figure out if it's her, which she's not like, which I'm not going to be able to do because that would kind of bust veiled eyes. Um, It's a hut. Like, there's probably no personal possessions. Um, oh, that would be good. I just need a brief moment to think about it. If there's like a... Oh, is there any? Is there any um, food or drink for her? Yes. There's a glass of water next to her. Has she had any? <laughs> No. Okay. Um, I'm going to stay observing for now. My hope is to try to discern whether she is... Sorry, whether this person is specifically... I mean, it's just going to be kind of guesswork, but whether she is specifically not drinking water... And um, whether she has any nervous tics, as a person might. I'm going to um, make my way. I assume there's food and or beverage being served somewhere. <laughs> yes. And if so, I'm going to make my way over to the various tables, um, still keeping my eye on everyone and... Um, Perhaps, like, small nods and smiles to people. Um, but not actually engage in any conversation. And I guess I'm hoping to get, you know, I'm as I get closer to individuals, I'm going to sort of check the way, the silhouette of their outfit and see if there's any bumps that might indicate that they're armed. Um. You can tell that of the three people who you noticed before, um, one of them almost certainly has a knife strapped to their person, and two of the other ones are definitely concealing short swords. You don't see anything that you can think of as a gun. At one point, the lady stands up, and she leaves the hut. We'll bring a glass of water or tea over to Sophia. Ooh. Sophia, now I would like you to roll your uh, your charisma performance. Okay. Oh, I think you're going to need more dice. What's my diff? You're just playing the harp, which you're pretty used to, so I'm going to say the difficulty is six. But what if she's standing on her head? She's not playing in a concert environment, so it's not as it's easy. Two right. successes. All right. Well, definitely good playing. I mean, man, the acoustics here could be better, and like, oh, if only they had a proper platform for Mab to rest upon, but like, you're pretty satisfied with how you're doing, given the circumstances. <laughs> the, the lady stands up and walks forward. Sophia, you instantly recognize this person as the one you saw outside the convenience store. I don't think Patches, I don't think you saw her, right? You were 
you were too busy in like standoffs. She stands up at um at a podium. So everybody starts kind of quieting down. I'll stop playing at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for coming, everyone. It is good to see all of you here. I know that I haven't been around much, but it is good to be back, back among my friends. Please know that everything here is yours as well as mine. And I must, of course, thank our guest, the Lady Sophia, who has come all the way from the Kingdom of Northern Ice in order to play with us this evening. And there's a smattering of a pause. We're going to nod in acknowledgement. Smile. We do, of course, recognize that today is a day not only of happiness, but of sorrow. I ask, as all of you can, to help support me in a time of great need. Thank you. And she steps away from the lectern and smiles and starts moving amongst the crowd. Um, if there's a courtier nearby, I'd like to quietly be, you know, ask, oh, I wasn't informed. What, what happened? Oh, um. It's an anniversary thing. We get together and we hang out. Oh, you're talking about... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, uh, it's, it's understandable. Um, uh, She has friends who she lost a long time ago. I'm sorry to hear that. I'll have to make sure to offer my condolences. Hey, um, what's your name? Patches. Cool. And then yes. he lifts up his throat and he says, Hey, uh, hey everybody. This is my new friend Patches right here. All three people who are armed immediately turn towards you and draw their weapons. I, like, let one of the purse straps drop off my shoulder. What? I look at, I look at, uh, Sophia. Giddy up, cowgirls. And, uh, let my purse fall to the floor. You see the woman step forward. And she draws herself to her full height. Patches, steward of the spark, I formally charge you of being in league with the known Dantain, Zister Flex. Define Dantain. Let's find the actual definition of the word Dantain, <laughs> shall we? Because I don't want to fuck this up for you. 
<laughs> well, shit and Dante. Out of all the terrors the dreaming spawns, Dante are among the most frightening. A changeling may fear rampaging chimera, the shadow court fomenting discord, or society laid to waste by the Thalane, but these are, in essence, mortal terrors. Fear of the Dantain is a horror that chills straight to the soul. Dantain changelings are things that should not be, but somehow are. Most changelings believe that when they die, they are born anew, washed clean of their former sins and failures of the brand new chrysalis. It is a comforting story, but it is not always true. Some fey awaken wrong. Sometimes the chrysalis twists and claws, leaving the fey soul scarred and the human mind broken. Sometimes the soul was damaged long before its incarnation bringing its scars and fractures through the cycle of rebirth. The Dreaming should have destroyed these hopelessly damaged souls, but instead spits them back out into the world, incomplete and deranged. Yeah, boy. Shit. And as much as I hated it when my board games had been interrupted... I think we have to end the session. Oh here. shit! Start with. I thought all were welcome at court. <laughs> yeah. Kung Fu Fenris and Pukajutsu thought there might not be a cliffhanger. Well, they were wrong. <laughs> no! Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I think Kaiser is actually just in the back at court right now. Oh no! <laughs> you know the funny thing is, I don't know who to believe. We'll discuss that. Find out what the players learned. Figure out what the drink counter was for this session. All that and more coming up on John's Fancy Corner in just a moment. So fancy. So fancy. Good grief. And Kung Fu Fenris, yes, I believe Patches did say... Cowgirls. Glad Sophia just kept playing, by the way. She looked right at you and went... <laughs> With that face? She didn't even do anything. What did she do? She started playing. What is that? I, uh... That's not how you play the harp. <laughs> so we'll take your suggestions for play of the game. Waving, generally. That just tells the cowgirl to get up. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, I mean, yeah. let's figure out what we learned. We're going to start with Scott. Um. No oh God. There's a whole page of things apparently. Woohoo! Uh, um. Well, I guess I guess what I learned is uh, that we gotta crack some eggs to make an omelet. You know what I mean? No, we gotta. Uh, we, we've we've made a decision in regards to pharma, big pharma, no Abford pharma, and I think it's a good decision. We're gonna move forward on it, and there's gonna be some conflict, but we made a call with the help of a new NPC, and it was it was good. Yeah. Elizabeth. Uh, 
Sophia has never even considered the possibility that a mortal would want to access the dreaming for anything other than um, creating beauty. If that makes any sense. So yeah. the idea that somebody could have a nefarious intent uh, when it comes mm-hmm. to the dreaming is like something that's just completely unheard of, like unthinkable for her. And she oh, can't. Sophia's growing up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kate. I mean, more chats with incisor. <laughs> uh, learned. <laughs> I mean, like, I have a lot of facts. Um, I've got some ideas on how to approach the rocket brewing. I feel like I'm getting closer to an answer on that. And I guess learned about what what is known about Abford and the idea to evacuate the building was really good. Um, yeah, nice. Evacuate the dance floor. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a lot of information. I learned a lot of information. Stop, this beat is killing me. Oh, wait, it's actually Patchy. She shot me in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we learned what Dantains are. It's true. Yeah, That's true. what makes a good point. Yeah. That's a collective learning. Like, I feel like I read about it, but like, as soon as you said, I'm like, I've read this. We Four read, months ago. We read a lot. Like, <laughs> when we were binge reading yeah, the course. Yeah, there, there's a lot in there. It's like, it's a bad thing. But um, kind of bad thing. Yeah. So while we wait for the play of the game to come in, uh, really... let's let's ask you guys then. What, what, think... what you guys was think the what? counter counting? Okay. What do you think? I think... You guys only it's... get one guess, but you're allowed to communicate oh, no. among oh, all of you. Because oh, it's, it's for all of you or for none of you? Okay. Okay. Okay, um, what do you think? So, as much as I know there was talk about it being every time I went, ooh, I think it's actually when any two of us did, like, the same thing. So oh, that's pretty good. Like, the same reaction, like... Two... Yeah. So, reaction like in unison? Like, two yeah. people making yeah. the same, like... Reaction or gesture. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Are we okay with that? I'm yes. okay with that. That sounds good. Final answer. State your final answer. In the form of a question? No, I just I what say is, what you think it is. It's when two or more of us reacted in a similar fashion at the same time. Judges? I still don't have a play of the game list, by the way, guys. I mean, I can assemble one myself, but... I'm afraid oh, we can't fuck. accept that answer. Uh, nope! <laughs> You guys can go ahead. Let him know. What was the drink counter for today? Oh! <laughs> Which led to... Dad jokes! <laughs> Which oh. led to... Just like with last week where it was like Liz mugging, what yeah. I thought it was was in fact the thing that yeah, provoked my mugging. Oh. So here at the dad jokes oh. is what provokes the in-sync responses. Yeah, really. so- I literally, I wrote <laughs> elevator slug. Aw. Oh. Hey. Like, I, I, that's what I wrote on this yeah, page. Yeah. 
That is dad really funny. jokes. Yeah, because hey. I saw that the drink counter went up after my really fucking bad joke <laughs> that both of us reacted to, That's and it was so two fun. points. So it's so like, good. oh well, because oh. two of us reacted. Right, to right, right. Yeah, that was so good. Your play of the game voting starts now. Sophia finds confidence in confidant incisor. Patches okay. gets ready for the rodeo, and Brom <laughs> doesn't snoop. <laughs> You can vote now, <laughs> exclamation mark, vote, and then zero, one, or two. Yeah. <laughs> That's all in there. I should point out, just because I know that I don't want to forget this, um, following this stream, I know that Captain Daft sometimes streams, I also know that Julian is currently streaming uh, Monkey Island 2, I think it is? He's definitely streaming one of the Monkey Islands with Cat Brains over at twitch.tv slash Cat Brains. That's Brains with a Z right there you can also look that up on twitter and you'll be able to see that um we're cutting into that time but it's our time yep. and we cut it for no one the stream when we usually do yeah like yeah yeah they're not specifically trying to step on us and... no no i just mean like it's we, a we are, rumble we, we can't stop just because someone else has decided to do a thing can't stop won't stop yeah mm -hmm. yeah um yeah, in the meantime, yeah. Uh, so that's on page 359 of the Change in the Dreaming 20th Anniversary PDF if you want to read all about the Dantain and what that might mean. 300 what? 359, 59. I think it was. 359. Kung Fu Fenris asked earlier, do we think that Zister is Dantain? Huh. And I think that's a pretty valid question, given the realization. Um, I, I am very happy to throw down my opinion as a player which is no yeah 100% absolutely yeah. not uh that's an opinion based on you know interactions we've mm. had it's hard to say yeah no i mean like he made the rocket but like other than that i haven't gotten a sense that he is like wrong and broken and no it's the amount of remorse that. that he feels about building the rocket that makes me think that he is not excuse me yeah team. yeah and that was that was proven through a perception empathy check mm. as well. So that Whoa, right under the wire, Pukajutsu. Damn. Ooh, so what the hell? Why isn't it telling people? Tell people Shit. what it was. Oh. There we go. Oh. oh. So it's a tie. Sophia finding confidence in confidant incisor and patches getting ready for the rodeo, which means that I have the awkward. Uh, reality that I have two separate play of the game animations that I gotta play. Ba, ba, ba. So we'll see if we can get that to work, but I'm doing a decent job of it. But yeah, that's uh, there it is. Sorry, bro. You doing the decent thing and not checking your girlfriend's diary is just not enough for some people, I guess. Uh, it may seem like like I know it's I know it's a play of the game nomination, and I'm happy just to be nominated, really. But I, we hate decency here. No, I, I actually <laughs> I actually want to take a take a brief selfish moment here and just say that like, you know, we all have, I think tendencies when we role play, right? Like as a player, regardless of how far your character is from what you. Thanks, Pukajutsu. Um. You know how far are your characters from what you normally play kind of thing mm -hmm. but i feel like 
legitimately, no matter what I build, no matter what game I'm in, I'm a snooper. Because I think I'm a snooper in real life. And, like, it's just, it's, oh. I mean, we're curious. You make me Not, want to snoop. Snoop. snoop I'm going to have to change my passwords now. I'm not like, you know, I'm not going to like go and steal people's shit, but like, mm-hmm. oh, Kaiser. Strangely forgettable. Well done. <laughs> really good. But anyway, I'll just. <laughs> Sorry. One, Pick two, three, four, five. Oh. Everybody in my well, when... <sighs> funny, I have the same password on my luggage, Pukajutsu. Um, <gasps> yeah. Wow. So we we've got some we got a week coming up. I should say, thankfully, um, welcome back to the world of streaming, Elizabeth and Scott, Hello. Thank you. and Kate. Um, <gasps> Pukajutsu, thank you. Um, we're all going to raise a glass because Kate has finished her run of her show. Oh, raise a glass Cheers. to freedom. Yeah. Something oh, I, more wine. I hear that tomorrow's Monday, Scott. You betcha, John. Do you get to have a Monday? I have a Monday. I will uh, I will tweet out a time if people would like to join me. It could be fun. I think yeah. it could be fun to join yeah. me for a Method Monday. Yeah, come on down. Dr. Surge. <laughs> Tuesday, we'll most likely see another stream by the Coolian. Thank you for the cheers. <gasps> Freedom! Freedom! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. I am free. Hey, with the silver fangs. Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, I think that it's still up in the air. So whether there'll be a VR adventures, because I think that JT may still not be at home. Um, I think he's leaving for Japan. I think he may have already left, left for Japan. Yeah. 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 So so he ain't around. Um, which means <laughs> you're stuck with me. I'm going to be finishing Celeste, and then after I finish Celeste. We're going to have um, casual games as we discuss with you, the audience, what you might like to see out of a revamped, um, up-to-date, lots of effort put into it, RPG Clinic. So if you're interested in RPG Clinic, that's one to tune into. And you can tune into it late because we're finishing Celeste first. So that's what's happening there. Also on um, on Thursday, we've got... I'm going to be streaming. An actual stream. Yeah. Um, I might start a new game. <gasps> uh, details on the Twitters, guys. And I also might do some day streams this week, depending on how catching up with the rest of my life goes. You know, laundry, dishes. <laughs> That's a thing. Things that I've Those been ignoring for weeks. <laughs> um, but yeah, there will be streams on Thursday. Stay tuned to Twitter. Frytog? Also Friday. On, no, also oh, on Thursday, awesome. 8 o'clock, is a uh, Radio Free Twerkle. Oh, thank yes, you. On Discord. Absolutely. But Friday, you know, this past Friday, I felt like something was missing and yet stolen, and then someone else did something cool with it. So maybe so, maybe we don't need to do anything on Fridays, right? Oh, no, you're right. It's better this way. Ooh. Or, but I'm going to do it anyway. So yeah. first of all, special shout out to the Crosshair. I know you're not in chat, but thank you for steel streaming for Punchy on Friday as I was at a wedding. But this Friday, we are back with Fred. We're playing Sleeping Dogs. Fred. Six o'clock on my channel. Man, Saturday, I feel like being a law-abiding citizen, right? 
Yeah, definitely no crimes on Saturday. Yeah, no crimes. No crimes. Hey man, you want to do some crimes? Do some crimes. No crimes. There might be some crimes on Saturday. Oh, um, that'll be what? 2:30? 3 p.m. 3 3 p.m. Yeah, your time. Five. 3 to 5 and there may be a Julian stream. I think that's still kind of up in the air. But Sunday, next Sunday, let's find out exactly what the fuck's going on. Perfecto. Shit might be going down. I may have instructed my players they may want to brush up on their combat. I may have instructed my players that they might want to brush up on their arts. It is time. And that's <gasps> all. Sure is, John. <laughs> we'll be right back. Oh my god. Oh my what god. What the shit happened there? Uh, Cat pulled down a speaker that then hit the webcam and it's on the floor, but we don't need to hear you properly. It's okay. Uh, well, bad joke. That was perfect oh, timing. The chaos kept. That, that was, was perfect funny. timing. Anyway, folks, we're going to leave it at that. Thank you so much. Uh, we got a couple of subscriptions. We got some awesome yeah. cheers. Um, oh. It is thanks to you that we managed to keep this thing going, keep this thing improving, um, and hopefully we'll have more news of that soon. But for now, up and to the right. Bye. 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 Woo! Check out Exalt Twitch episode one if you want to see the cat.